On today's show, The Howard Stern Show celebrates comedian Sam Kinison's first time on the show. And I think the last thing Jesus said to people was, Oh, God, that hurts! <laughs> With an appearance from the late, great, wild thing from the afterlife. Bring me the fucking phone! It may be from heaven, and it may be from hell. Only on the Howard Stern Show. Sam Kinison! That would be Sam Kinison on his, uh, believe it or not, it's Sam's 35th anniversary of his first appearance on our show. Yeah, in honor of the 35th anniversary of Sam Kin- I do miss Sam a lot. Sam Kinison, for you young, younger folks, was this great comedian. Um, unbelievable comedian, and uh, he he lived a wild lifestyle. He was, uh, you know, into drugs and, you know, a lot of champagne, uh, nuzzling up to Robin back in my office, pushing her <laughs> against the wall. He, he was definitely just a, had a thing. He had a woman thing, yeah. He had a thing for Robin, for sure. And, uh, and, and you know, he was... And everybody. But he had a charm, and uh, he almost charmed Robin's pants off. But uh, <laughs> You know what was yeah. so funny about that? He did that when everybody was around, right? Right. And it was just crazy. But I spent lots of time with Sam with nobody else around, and he was never like that. Right. He put on a show for the other people in the room. I how old? Guess. How old do you think Sam was when he died? I bet you don't remember. He was, wasn't he in his 40s? Here, wait. Let me open the door and let Sam in. Hi, Sam. <laughs> Howard, is that you? That's me, man. I missed. We we're just talking about how much we miss you and 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 all of the antics. But tell Robin how old you were when you died. Robin is 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 that heaven or oh no that's Robin's tits. Oh my god, beautiful. Um, how old was I when I died? It's kind of hard to remember when you've been hit by a fucking truck. (laughs) (laughs) No, poor Sam. You really, Sam? You really forgive me? I think you'll forgive me if if I point out that I had some head trauma. But if you really don't remember how I'm going to tell you how old you were when you died, and and I know this is gonna this is gonna make you crazy. All right, let's, you were okay. You were 38 years old when you died, dude. Wow. Uh. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and what's crazy about it is, I I was just telling a friend of mine all the years I was with you. You know, and I would hang out with you personally and stuff. All the years I hung out with you, I don't think I was ever around you when you weren't somewhat high or like fully (laughs) high, passed out on a couch. I don't think I ever, like, even when you died, if you remember, they said there were like no drugs in your system. But then like when they did the final autopsy, when they say no drugs about you, it was like you only had like two drugs in you. You know what I mean? Like It wasn't street drugs or something. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. But but there was something in you. You know what I mean? You you loved drugs and loved getting high. Let's let's be honest. It was a lifestyle. It was a lifestyle. It was it's kind of hard. You know, when uh, when they say that uh, 
that rehab costs about forty thousand dollars just to check yeah. out rehab, and you just think, well, maybe, maybe, maybe I should just keep going. Maybe it's actually it's it's less expensive to just stay high. I think that <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You know, they once interviewed Keith Richards, and Keith Richards said it it wasn't drugs. I think it was Keith Richards. I hope I'm right, but it was some guy who had a, a problem. And he said it wasn't the drugs that were so expensive. It was the rehab that was like $90,000 a month. You're right. <laughs> yeah, but at least I died doing what I love, Howard. And apparently yeah. it was crashing head on into a truck. Oh! And you know what else, Sam? The guy who hit you, I, I, I don't know if this is a fact or, but you know, because it was so long ago you died. I think the guy who hit you was driving drunk. Which was yeah, ironic. Yeah, you were yeah, straight, yeah. you know, and it's crazy. It's crazy that that's how you went out, you know? You know, a lot of people tried to uh, to reach out to me in the afterlife. They wanted to find out what my last words were. And I, and I think I can finally give you guys the exclusive to tell you yeah. what my last words were on earth. What I mean, were they? If I can remember. Let me see if I can remember. I think it was something like, oh, what the fuck? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> See, I miss the yelling. I miss the, the, the giggle. You were the best, and your material was the best. There was oh nothing hacky goodness. about it. It was so good. So yeah. original. I miss you guys, too, man. I miss you guys, too. It's, it's tough. Down in hell, we don't have much for radio. Down right. in hell. We got uh, Imus continuously around the clock, and pig vomit runs that <laughs> station. So. Oh, mm. no. Oh, that is. <laughs> you mean hell is just like WNBC radio back in its heyday, and you have to listen to it 24 hours a day? It, it's hell continuously, and when when you put on the TV, it's just a loop of the OJ verdict. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me see here. I'm reading some of the facts of your death. The pickup driver was 17 years old, and the road was littered with beer cans from his truck. Not Sam's. Ooh. Jesus, that's irony, you know? Yeah, and, I, knew, uh, I remember him being really young, but 17 is even younger than I could imagine. Sam, you were yeah. on your way to you were you were going to perform at the Riverside Resort Hotel and Casino in Laughlin, Nevada. Laughlin, Nevada. When, so I died right on time. Yeah, <laughs> and you uh, and and of course you were with your wife Malika, who you had just married a week before. Right. She got injured in the crash. Was but, that, uh, their marriage was only a week old? A week old. It was a horrible wow. thing. Wow. But what's crazy is yeah, Robin, Sam. How many? Sam, I, I'm sure with Malika it would have worked out, but how many? I mean, you had been married a bunch of times before Malika, right? Yeah, I was. I was married two other times. That that was my third marriage. Right. And, and uh, you know, if 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 I ever have a choice between getting married a fourth time or staying in hell, I'll just be like, well, I guess it's time to suck Satan's dick. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> By the way, here's some things that have happened since you died. First of all, weed is legal now, which what? you never knew. Yeah. Oh. Weed is legal. Oh, great. Yeah. Great. Can you imagine? Listen to this. You could go into a store, uh, like a regular store in a lot of states, and just kind of sample different types of weed. Some of the, and this, and the, and the marijuana is like packaged in cigarette form, or you get gummies, you get anything you want. Yeah, with you don't weed. have to meet somebody in a parking lot. You can go into right. a regular store. Yeah. Wow. That's. Um, I, I wish that we can't even have weed down here now. No, <laughs> but coke is, is still illegal. You'll you'll be sad to know. <laughs> yeah. You know. I mean, when people, uh, you know, when I think about my time up there on Earth, I, I I think about the things that I miss. I miss sunsets. I miss the uh, 
the laughter of small children, but mostly I do miss cocaine. Yep, you loved it. Hey, I remember, I was telling Robin, I remember the time you did the radio show with us, and then you came back into my office, and you had a big bottle of champagne. You had just gotten out of rehab, and you wanted to celebrate with a big bottle of champagne, <laughs> which was crazy. <laughs> and then you, um, and then, I don't know, you got very amorous toward Robin. She looked great that day. She was all dolled up. Obviously, still looks, uh, still looks great, <laughs> but she, you, yeah, and and uh, and I remember you backing her up against the wall and rubbing your genitals against hers and trying to touch her titties, and and I'm standing there <laughs> I was like just in the trying to get away. I don't remember all that. <laughs> That's obviously. how you show a girl that you love her. That's how you show her that you love her. You hold her down and you just physically assault her. That's how you. Do it. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I mean, I was there to supervise, but I felt like a third wheel. I, you know, I really, truly did. Uh, Howard, I, and I was always jealous of your looks, buddy. Well, yeah. The one thing that, uh, the greatest thing about Sam Kinison, which showed me how truly wild and original he was, he once said to me in a moment of, I, I think it was almost sober, and he looked at me <laughs> with teary eyes and he goes, you motherfucker, something like that, you fucker. Sam, tell me if you remember this. Uh, I know uh, yeah, you I do. Of course I do. And he said to me, I'm so jealous of your looks. <laughs> and I said, oh, my God, this is the first person in my life who ever <laughs> was jealous person. of my he, he, he said, your hair, he goes, you got great, you know, because Sam, you were losing your hair. I'm, I'm assuming you're totally <laughs> bald now, right? Yeah, I, I love that you, you you took it as such a compliment when you don't even realize who it's coming from. I mean, you're talking right. about a guy who looks like Adele <laughs> with tits. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll tell you what. Not, not, not the biggest compliment attractive. in the world. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even know you knew about Adele, but here's the thing. I'm in hell. I'm in hell, Howard. We know about Adele. <laughs> so here's the thing. You, you, I, I did consider it. I was like, oh, poor Sam. He thinks I'm good looking. You were like, gee, you're tall, you're thin, you know, because you you always struggled with your weight and your hair, you were losing it. And you were actually sitting there lamenting the fact that you didn't look like me. And I was like, this is fucking unbelievable. This is a, this you is a guy. You think about that every day, Howard. I should. <laughs> yeah. But I want to. Yeah, yeah. Take, take the compliment from your ugliest friend you've ever had. Yeah. Right. I, want, I just want to thank you for being jealous of my look. <laughs> And one of the uh, most touching moments I had with you, Sam, is when you um, you were playing uh, what used to be called the Westbury Music Fair. And I said to you, Sam, your life's so out of control. Why don't you come over to my house? I got the wife and the kids. Come on over and spend a wholesome dinner with me at my home. And so because I lived right near the uh, Westbury Music Fair. So Sam came over with the two the sisters. The sisters, that he was, yeah. The sisters, Malika he was talking. and Sabrina, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. And he was having an affair with both. And uh, he was, <laughs> and he said, Hey, 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 let's, let's keep some, some, some secrets down here in hell. Jesus. <laughs> but it was yeah, crazy. And, and we had a nice night. And I thought I got through to Sam. I thought Sam was like, you know, I'm going to get off the drugs. I'm going to, you know, maybe I'll settle down. And Malika and I he can have a nice life. He just looked at your family and it was, he was going to be cured. <laughs> Yeah, but meanwhile, I think then he went out on stage and he was already high. It didn't matter. It was it was crazy. Yeah. It was, Howard, but what a I mean, life! You missed it, man. There's, I mean, it's still so much fun going on down here in hell. I mean, it's uh, Osama bin Laden lives down here, and it's it's actually impossible to torture him because he's got three wives. I don't even know if you can imagine the torture of <laughs> Hey, did you blow up America yet? Did you blow up America yet? Oh Jesus! Where's my suicide vest? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> How can I die another death? 
I can tell you've been bottled up down there. It's just incredible. How about Sam? Remember the time Robert and I were in LA and we were hanging out with you and we took a car ride with you and you drove your car with your belly. Like you, you, <laughs> do you remember yeah, you that? Got, you guys gave me such a hard time for that. Why did that bother you? Why don't you guys want to live a little? And then we went to dinner and you said to me, you're so damn thin. He goes, I'm going on a diet right now. And you said, I'm going to order a vegetable. And you ordered, um, <laughs> you ordered spinach in butter sauce. It was, it was creamed like, spinach. It had a fat, uh, well, I, yeah. I, I, do, I, I do have and, an update. I have lost weight in hell. I, I think the other day I, yeah? I toweled my, myself off with the skin around my elbow. It's a little warm down here. So. Well, I'll tell you <laughs> what. You were so proud of yourself. You were like a little boy in some ways. You said to me, Howard, look, I'm eating a vegetable. And I go, Sam, <laughs> not to not to burst the bubble here, but it's covered in cream and butter. And I mean, it's hardly a vegetable in there, but... You uh, you were so proud of yourself, and and those are the moments I remember about you. Uh, you know, yeah, and hell, of course- hell is the ultimate fat camp, and and you can tell Ronnie that. Uh, tell Ronnie Munn it's ten thousand degrees down here for eternity, but it is a dry heat. So love it. yeah, <laughs> you know what? And you know what? I watch over and over again because I miss you so much. I watch you on YouTube. They got the clip of you, your first Letterman shot, which was great. Uh. And the, oh, the Rodney yeah. special where you oh, come out and you yeah. do that fucking routine about, you know, why don't the people move from the desert routine? You know, you remember that one. Yeah, I, I still travel around hell and I still do that set here in hell. So You do, and it yeah. still goes over. Yeah, and I, I we have you. Um, I'm, I'm trying to get satellite radio down here in hell. So I'm, I'm hoping to pick you guys up so we don't have to listen to Imus anymore down here. Yeah, oh, well, <laughs> then you'd be in heaven. heaven and in heaven, they have our show on. I, I know that for a fact. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it's not easy living down here, but I gotta go because um, Satan's getting Why? a new roommate, and uh, I guess he's a a pillow salesman or something. So I gotta go <laughs> and uh, welcome that guy down to hell. But give Howard, me the yell. I wait, wait, I wait love Sam, you. Sam, give me the yell. Give me the yell. Oh. <laughs> oh! <laughs> did you have did you have different yells for different uh, like outrage like the level of outrage when you heard about marriage was probably a 10, right? Yeah, well that's uh, that was just the pure pain. That the pure right. pain of being in a relationship, which is why I loved being able to look at happy couples in the audience. Right. Say, "Wow, so are you uh, are you guys in love? You are? Are you guys, are you guys thinking about getting married?" All right. Well, if you're thinking about getting married, I want you to remember this face. <laughs> you get married that's your face for the rest of your fucking life so i don't want to break your heart before you go but i got to tell you they now we got an invention you carry it on your phone and you can watch like porn like babysitter porn can you imagine no no you you don't have to even pay for porn it's free yeah you don't have to go looking for it it's right on your phone <laughs> well and, and, and uh and we don't have so this is on Wi-Fi. You just you just watch porn on your on your device. Yes, yeah. I walk around. I watch porn on my little phone. It's unbelievable, and yeah, it's it unbelievable. Really helps a lot for a guy who has to sit here and watch Chris Farley fuck himself. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Well, Thanks, I, I got to go, Robin. I can't wait to to see you someday and finally be able to uh, consummate uh, oh. our relationship. All right. Wait, you but, think I'm going to hell? <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll leave your name on the list. If you want to bring a guest, I'll leave you plus one if you want to come down. Is Eddie Van Halen with you or is he in heaven? He's got to be in heaven. 
Eddie Van Halen's in heaven, buddy. He's, uh, he is. He, okay, he's, good, he's jamming up there, and uh, but it's and apparently they're having the better show than we're having down here. It's just right. I miss on the radio, and it, and it sucks, Dick Howard. It sucks. <laughs> okay, Sam. Listen, uh, thanks, and, and maybe in another thirty-five years we'll have you back on. Okay. All right. I'll see you guys soon. I love you, Robin. I'll see you I guys. You. Thank you. All right. Take care. I miss Sam. you guys. Tennyson. Oh! <laughs> There you go. Sam, uh, but don't forget, too, Sam dated Jessica Hahn. That's right. I hooked I them he, up. <laughs> yeah, you did, did you? <laughs> yes, I was the one who oh, introduced Jessica That's right. You took to her to Sam. that comedy show. Yeah, That's right. Supposedly dated Penny Marshall, too. I didn't know that. Wow. Somebody put that up. Yes, Sam. Well, let me see if I can get him on there. Let me see if you open the door. <laughs> Sam, you still there or are you gone? Did you date Penny Marshall? He's gone. Shit. Oh, darn it. Connection broken. Mm. He said he had Great. to go help with something down in hell. So maybe I didn't know he was in a rush. Well, I got to go. I got to go. I'm like, really? Where, where are you going? Sam had a schedule even in hell. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I got to go. I never heard him so busy. Uh, Yeah, I got to go. I got to go. That was weird. Like, Sam didn't know about porn, but he knew about Wi-Fi. He had a weird... And Adele. Uh, Wi-Fi. A little yeah. spotty, that information. That's right. You inter you introduced Jessica Hahn to him. You uh, went to a comedy show, and Jessica went along with you. And Jessica was quite smitten with Sam. Oh yeah. She she liked that he um, knew how he does. You know, he was he grew up a preacher, and she loved preachers, and they bonded. And I think uh, you know how some girls sort of lose it when a guy's playing guitar. Right. She liked. That's what happened to her when Sam started doing that religious routine. Right. And when when you you took her backstage afterwards, is that where the yeah hookup, yeah yeah uh, we were hanging out yeah and and like was it instant uh, like Sam in full on hey Jessica he I'm gonna fuck knew you mode that he was getting to her so right it, the the show just kept going on <laughs> Sam you there hey buddy what's going on yeah 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 no I I, I was just talking to Robin about um, Jessica Hahn and you had her but. But is it true you? It said here in my notes you dated Penny Marshall. Yeah, I, I actually uh, I snorted a giant L off her tits, <laughs> which is okay. the highlight of my, of my life, the highlight of my career. Yes, I fucked Penny Marshall. Yeah. All right. All right. Wow. Cool. All right. I just wanted confirmation. That's all. Thank you. It's, it's not. It's right. not like I fucked Squiggy. I, I fucked Laverne from Laverne. And <laughs> <laughs> so you still got it. You're still fucking funny. That's the point. You're funny in hell, you guys. I, I think Miss you should you use more of my material on your show. I think I think that that level of hell is what you need you, on your show. I you want to know, know something? Happened. Yeah. What's things happened? are so fucking politically correct now? I think a lot of your material they wouldn't even let it on the uh, regular, uh, even on cable. I don't think they'd let it on or or well, any well, of that. When you say politically correct, what, 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 do you, what do you mean? Well, I mean. You know, oh, do I really want to get into this? But uh, a lot of things have changed. A lot of things yeah, have changed. Well, sensitivities have... 
right, listen, I got to get out of here. I'm not going to get a hold. People get canceled for what they say, Sam. Right. I'm pretty sure you'd be canceled. Absolutely. Like a, like a letter writing campaign canceled? Like, yeah. what do you mean? Yeah, right. No. They write letters and then <laughs> you get canceled. <laughs> wow. It sounds like you're going to have to catch me up someday and, t- and explain how stupid people are. Well, I mean, uh, there's a lot going on. A lot doesn't fly today. You know what I mean? A lot, every, everything, every, everyone's very, very fucking touchy and sensitive. And it's a new world, dude. Let's put it that way. And, and the only thing that would, give me, that would give me hope is, is does Robin still enjoy anal? Um, <laughs> no. She's closed that door. Ah, uh, don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. Howard, don't kill my dreams. Uh, tell, tell him. Robin, I don't want to uh, speak for you. It's off limits. It's off limits. Uh, it was only days. the one time, just one time you had to be in love in San Francisco. You couldn't take it one more time. Exit only. Uh, That's it. Oh, right? come on, Robin. One more time for the team. Do it for the team. <laughs> Somebody grab a shoehorn and fuck her. Oh! <laughs> All right, Sam, I, I love you and I miss you. I miss you too, guys. I love all Coke. Right. I miss you. I miss Robin. <laughs> I, I miss all you guys. And you know I what? Know. I'm just Number a phone one, call though. away. Number I'm one. a phone call away down here in hell, guys. By yeah. the way, forget Coke. I know you love champagne. I bet that's the number one thing you... God, you would put it away. I, I mean, a case. I bought you a case of champagne once, which is yeah. horrible that I did that. I don't even yeah, know why. Yeah, why'd you do that? I don't yeah, know. I've actually, you, I, have, I have blamed Howard for my drinking problem. But you... <laughs> I, I get, I, and you just you opened up the bottles and just hit like you, no glasses, nothing. You just it, fucking it didn't even get it. home. It didn't get That's home. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess, you don't understand the pain that I've been in, but I, I think it's cute that you found it interesting that I love to drink as much as I did. But uh, yes. but you All also right. didn't date the whores that I dated. So. <laughs> 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 All, All right, right I Sam. Love you, buddy. Love you too. All right, buddy. guys. I'll All see right. you. Goodbye, Robin. Bye, oh, Sam. Beautiful tits. Oh, beautiful tits. You see the other thing? Fuck. That ass is like beautiful. two fucking beautiful bowling balls. I just want to stick my dick in them. <laughs> you love Robin. I, you never got in her pants. That's one woman you could not charm, uh, I tell you. So frustrating. Yeah. So fucking frustrating. Are you upset, Robin, at all that you never no, gave no, yourself No, no, no. He would try. Thing? He would say, Robin, it would make the papers if we did it. <laughs> like, that was <laughs> that, a lure. <laughs> well, some women like that kind of thing, you know. You're a heartbreaker, he Robin. You're... Sam, did you say that to her? It'll make the newspaper if we do it? You know, sometimes you just, you have to think of something, you know, whether it's like, well, maybe just the tip. All right. How about some press? Would, <laughs> would you like some press? Yeah. I, hey. I did everything I could to get in there. You know, it's funny. I, you know, as many times as I would try to seduce a woman, I never said, you know, if we do it, it'll get in the newspaper. It'll make right. us you never bigger. Use that line. Yeah. I uh, uh, don't know what it's like to be that desperate, Howard, but I, I, I think it's cute. Thank you, buddy. By the way, when you said uh, someone should just pry open Robin's uh, ass cheeks and, and have sex with her, that that's the kind of thing that get you canceled yeah, these days. Yeah. You know what I mean? You'd, you'd be canceled. Uh, but a uh, good thing you're dead. Now it can't happen to you. No one's, what's, Who's going to go after well, a dead guy? You know what I'm saying? Sounds like sounds like I'm better off than you guys are. All right. So I'll, I'll right. stay down here in hell. Uh, tell Ronnie we're ready for him. And I'll see you guys soon. <laughs> By the way, on your gravestone, it reads, I don't think you know this. In another time and place, he would have been called prophet. Isn't that nice? <laughs> That's not what I put in my will. It was supposed. Well, all right, okay. All right, all right. <laughs> it was supposed to be Coke was cheaper when I was alive. So. All right, thank you, Sam. Thanks, Sam Kinison. All right, buddy. See you soon.
Hopefully. I mean, hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> if you see yeah. Sam, something went wrong. Yeah. There he is. What a nice memory. <laughs> oh, my God. Feet smell. I never had smelly feet in my entire life, but I bought these shoes I love, but I'm so lazy these days. I don't want to put socks on. So my feet sweating them all day. And I smell, it's a, it's a stink. And um, the other You're day. You're a very, you a wealthy man, Howard. You could have a week, week's worth of shoes. No. Just you want to know that. something? What? Can't find these. Beth's look, so Beth has never smelled my shoes before. Like I could just touch my feet and smell my hand. My hand smells now because I touch my foot. <laughs> That's how bad it is. And um, I've never had, you know, Beth's never had an odor off of me. I'm really careful about that, but. The other day she saw my toenails were disgusting and um, she said, I'm going to cut your toenails. She started cutting them and then she smelled her hand and she goes, oh my God, your feet stink. Oh. I go, now you've, now, you, now I'm ashamed. Now I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I said, honey, I don't have smelly feet. She goes, here, you smell my hand. You stink. I said, it's because of the shoes. So she's no, it's been your feet now. It's your feet making the shoes. Well, yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, I, I, it's embarrassing. And now she has gone online shopping looking for these specific pair of shoes. But uh, I just don't want to put on socks. It's like, you know, I'm living at home. Well, again, you could have get a pair of shoes you like, get five, six, seven of them. You can wear them one day a week. Yeah, here's the problem. I order them online. Then I forget where I got them from because, you know, who remembers? <laughs> and then I can't find them again. And like it's like I don't, these shoe companies, they all change the shoe. I it's know. fucking unbelievable. They all change the shoe uh, as soon as they make it. Like even running shoes. I, I, um, I'm I a guy who wears Asics. Uh, and uh, they made a shoe that I loved. And then, you know, and then it was out of stock because that's it. They always change the models and things. Right. Once people stop buying it, they stop making it. I bought so many pairs. Now, I started wearing those Asics in the early 90s. I, I still got pairs uh, left because uh, I bought up every one I could find. Well, you know, Howard, the the problem with that is technology has changed in uh, athletic shoes. I don't care. These new shoes you would probably love even better. Won't take the chance. I love Asics. This model they made in the 80s or 90s. I don't know when it was. Might have been the 80s. That's a long time now. I remember when yeah. you went on the hunt for those shoes. I contacted Asics. I said, you yeah. got, I want a hundred pair of these. I want enough pair that I can wear these till I die. Cause I never can find good running shoes. And they said, okay, we're on it. Cause I'm, you know, they famous got you everyone they had left. They did. They, they, they went to China to get them. <laughs> it was crazy, but I got them. I still got them in my attic. Yeah, but I, again, you ought to try a new shoe. You would be amazed at nope. what the, the shoes are like today. Won't do it. Won't do it. You're getting like an old man. Like you won't change. I'm getting you like try one. things. <laughs> no, I don't want, you know, one thing I always read about old people, the reason advertisers don't waste money on them is that they're brand loyal. Like yeah. what, and that's, this is true. When you're young, you decide what brands you like because your mom turns you on to them and stuff right. like that. And then you never change. For some reason, when you get older, you go, I don't want, I don't want those new sneakers. I just want, you know, you get to be like an old bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I'm like, nope, not trying those new sneakers. <laughs> I, now I'm just like an old man. I eat at 530. I eat my dinner at 530. I'm in bed by seven. <laughs> I wear the same sneakers. I <laughs> wore in the nineties. 
I'm an old man. That's it. It's over. You could try. You're not gonna, you could try. You're not, you no, could break no. this bond. You're not going to sell me anything new. <laughs> you're not. Advertisers shouldn't waste their time on me. I, you know, I'm brand loyal. Like, oh, my God, I got this toothpaste I use, and then I ran out of it, and I said to Beth, I got to get this this toothpaste. She was looking for it on the Internet. You know, it's like the same with my shampoo. Everything is like the same, like, stuff. You know, I don't, don't want to change. You don't realize, though, that things have gotten better. I don't, I don't care that they've gotten better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. It's like, this is what happens when you get older. I'm telling the kids. It's all over. It's like, you know, you're not open to new things. It's just, you get like a curmudgeon. I'm aggravated by new things. I'm like, why don't they make it the old way? Well, I've uh, discovered that new things are really good. So I've been mm, trying good. those new things. Not me. I'm frozen in time. I, I'm I'm pretty much. I think I stopped buying new things in the '90s <laughs> when that I was, was still the last open time to it. You found anything new? Yeah, I shut the door on new things. <laughs> oh my god! But my hand smells. Oh, oh, I wish you could smell it. Oh my god! It's <laughs> no, the foulest. You. It's the foulest thing, and I'm like kind of into shoes it. Probably have mold in them. Get rid no. of them. No, no, no. Look at them. I love these shoes. Who makes these? Because if you're sweating in them, and then they're turning into that smell, ooh, ooh, that's bacteria, ooh. my friend. Oh, ooh, ooh, they're good looking shoes too. I see why you like them. <laughs> I love them. They're Skechers. Um, Relaxed fit memory foam. And that foam does have a memory. It memorized the stink <laughs> of my feet. It memorizes that smell. Oh my God. It's Can you really... wash those? Uh, the memory foam? No. It's all like, it's all it's one packed unit. in there. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. <sighs> Come on. I love Skechers smelling it. Great shoes. Sketchers, real. These are so great. I, but they, I, every time I go on the Sketchers website, Beth swears she found these, but I don't see them anymore. It's like they changed them. They put a tab on the end. I just want these. I, I would buy a hundred pair of these if they could just get Sketchers me. Sketchers get a hold of uh, all those. Those. What are these? What is this one called? <laughs> I'm too busy smelling them to tell you. <laughs> Sketchers, relaxed fit memory foam. I don't know what the model number is. They don't have it on here. But anyway, so fucking good. These are awesome. Like every shoe has memory foam in it now. You could find yeah, shoes you like. I know. They don't they don't have like a model number, so you can't you see that's what they fuck with that's you. That's how they get you. You threw away the box. That's where the model number was. Nah, yeah, I threw it away. Stupid ass. <laughs> I'm a dumbass. <laughs> they still away. have good tread on them. How long have you had those? I don't I only use these indoors because Beth doesn't want me walking outside with my uh. indoor shoes. Because she she has this real fucking fixation that her carpet as the outside germs, she's she's a little um, intense with that stuff. So I said, "Honey, these are my indoor shoes." <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm allowed you know, to wear the ones these. That smell. <laughs> yeah, the stinky ones are my indoor ones. Oh, when she when she was clipping my nails, and stuff, I thought she was going to divorce me. I'm like, "Oh my god, Robin, it is such a fucking stink." <laughs> <laughs> it's like you would throw up. You would throw. Up. I wish you were here. I could. I would let you smell uh. these, and you would throw up. And it would be well, a great remember, radio. You, it does, all right, here's a comparison. Fucking remember awesome. when we had this intern in Washington, D.C.? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah. And he smelled. Yeah. 
And you could smell his feet without getting near his <laughs> shoes. Because <laughs> he, he didn't wear socks. That's right. He didn't. He didn't. I, I remember him. Yeah. Nice guy. Just had a problem Great with guy, his but, shoes. But yeah. does it smell that bad? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, It's that bad. Stop. It's a stench. Ooh. Yeah. Because that guy, it. remember I used to pick him up on the way to work and mm. he'd get in my car in the wintertime and the windows were closed and I just couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, yeah they smell that bad. <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah, I was laying in bed last night and I was watching, I DVR'd uh, Monday nights Dancing with the Stars. I got all fucking aggravated again. I get fucking Look, crazy. Look, I, I saw it there on my little streaming service, and I said, I can't take it anymore. I just didn't even watch last I got so this, upset. This Monday's. What was happening? Well, I know most real men were watching the baseball games. Um, <laughs> I'm aware that Boston lost. You know, I peripherally know what does that. What that mean, Boston lost? Are there they more lost games? their game. Yeah, I don't know. You know, you're asking too many questions. <laughs> but uh, I know the score was like something crazy, like nine two or something. The Dodgers beat the Braves, and the and Boston beat some. Boston lost to somebody, but it's like a playoff. Uh, you know what I mean? Right. I They're know. not in the World Series yet, right? Is that what we're talking yeah. about? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know how people. Watch. I remember my father would sit and watch baseball. I'd say, how the fuck is this guy sitting all day watching this fucking game? I even said to John, John watches it, and I said, dude, how do you spend that many hours? He goes, you know what? I can like kind of multitask. You can watch. I, I do other things while the game's on. I said, I can't do that. I got to watch the damn game, even though I'm not a fan. But sometimes nothing is happening in baseball. That's I know. a crazy thing. Well, that's what John said. He said, like, even if you miss a big home run, you know, they repeat it 17 times. I go, yeah, but I like to be there for the fucking moment, you know. <laughs> I mean, even though I'm not that into it. Uh, so... Anyway, I'm laying in bed and I'm like, you know, I watch my own shows before Beth gets into bed. I get about a half hour window to watch my own shows. Uh -huh. So I don't know. I, I'm, I'm watching Walking Dead. She hates Walking Dead. I fucking love it. I still love it. It's great. Oh, you're you're still on the seasons Walking Dead because it's yeah. done. Yeah. Well, I, I I'm catching up and um. And then she comes in. It's every night's same thing. She goes, oh, my God, what is that? I go, Walking Dead. She goes, it's so loud. I'm worried about your hearing. I go, no, no, it's just that when they're talking, it's super low. They all whisper. And then when the um, when the zombies and shit happen and they're shooting them and killing them, all, all the sound goes up way high. So, you know, it's just fucking aggravating. I don't know why they can't make one level of sound. But they can't. So we have that discussion every night. And then she goes, what are we watching? And, I, and she's asleep in 10 minutes anyway. I go, we're watching Dancing with the Stars. Let's catch up. She goes, don't you know what happened already? I go, yeah, but I need to see for myself. I need to see what's going on. Because there was what do controversy. You, mean you knew what happened? How did you know what happened? Well, I had read in the paper that there was controversy. Oh, I didn't know there was controversy. The controversy was Olivia Jade who, let me remind you, in case you don't know, is the girl who, you know, her parents bought her way into college. Yeah. Wasn't even Ivy League college. Like, I get it for Ivy League. You got to do what you got to do. 
Oh, Jesus they had Christ. to what work she... miracles to get her into regular college. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she must be a real idiot. Because what was it? It was uh, University USC. of U- University USC. of Southern California. Or yeah, I mean, that's a good school. But but it's not an Ivy League school. You're going to pay off somebody and go to the trouble of posing your child on a rowing machine. Uh, and I had said to Beth early on, I said, I don't care what this kid does. America's going to fucking hate her. Because one thing about America, at least... The sane part of America, they don't like cheaters, unless they're running for president. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I st- I still don't understand how anyone could support a guy who they got on tape. They got a tape of Trump calling an election official and going, "Find me eleven thousand more votes so I can win this fucking thing." They got him on tape. It ain't. It isn't like some. Where you get him from? Just find him. Yeah, yeah. I don't care where you get. The president picked up a phone, got himself taped, going, "Listen, tape." It ain't. It isn't like some. Where you get him from? Just find him. Yeah, yeah. I don't care where you get. The president of the United States picked up a phone, got himself taped, going, "Listen, I gotta win this thing. Get me eleven thousand more votes." I I just figure you know. I remember Nixon did some weird shit. But nothing even close to that. You know, and they got him on tape. You know, I, I see the Congress is like, we got to get Steve Bannon to testify immediately. I'm like, Fuck that. You got a guy who is the president on tape saying, listen again. I want to make this clear. He's saying, get me 11,000. In other words, dig up something and get me let's do a crime together is what he, he said i want you to cheat and make me the president of the fucking united states you understand and the guys are well mr president we don't have uh, eleven thousand. fuck you get me eleven thousand votes so you know it's such bullshit this congressional investigation january 6th They're, let's say they get everybody to testify they find out all the well, evidence they got all you they ain't gonna do on those people telling you the truth <laughs> How are you going to get anywhere? Ridiculous. Yeah. You think Why Steve bother? Bannon? Steve Bannon isn't going to tell you anything anyway, and he loves this. He would rather go to jail for a year, even if they could figure out a way to throw him in jail Make for a year. Make him a hero he... with a certain group of people, yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what that guy does for a living, except call Trump. He, he writes stories. You know, he has these websites hmm. that tout different uh, political theories. Yeah, he's like, please throw me in jail. Because these lunatics will worship me if you, you know. I don't know what the whole agenda is with any of these people. Like, they want to take over the country and do what with it? I don't know. Rule it. What's wrong with it now? Get rid of, get rid of abortion. Who cares? But that's just some of them. The, you know, Trump doesn't care about that. What does he really want to do with the country? I think he just wants to be El Presidente, like a permanent guy, and be in, like and control the entire economy. Yeah, he wants and like to be a strong man like Putin. Well, yeah, because he'd have all the marbles. He'd own everything. He, he, he would, could that's put it, people out over. of business. He could, you know, because right. he's not going to run it constitutionally. No, that's what he's done all along is is avoid and ignore the Constitution. I mean, if you're so ballsy that you'll pick up the phone and go, listen, find me 11,000 more votes. Oh, by the way, we're recording you. Who cares? They're not going to do anything to me anyway. I mean, so you, you got to, if you don't have enough to throw a guy in jail for going, hey, change the entire election so I can win, then you're never going to do anything. Fuck you, but Congress. But that's why I said that these people are stupid because they keep saying the Democrats don't know how to deal with this. 
Yeah, they don't. They don't. I know how to deal with it. I'm like, okay, we're prosecuting you. He, his ass would be in jail. If I was Presidente, anybody yeah, fucks yeah, with fig- an election. Try to figure out how to get out now. Vote for me. I'm the man. I'll do it. I'll be throwing a lot of people in jail, Robin. They kept saying throwing- that, well, we don't want to get to the point where our, we're throwing our presidents into jail. And it's yeah. like, well, if you got a criminal president, you have to. Well, anyway, that's my point about Dancing with the Stars, which I, which was my treatise in the beginning. I gave you my, my thesis, rather, not treatise, <laughs> my thesis. My thesis was that Olivia Jade, no matter how well she dances, America will turn on her because they, no one likes a really pretty girl who's super rich and grows up privileged paying to get into USC. It just goes against the grain. So anyway, she goes on Dancing with the Stars, and she's it turns out she can dance pretty fucking well. She was amazing in the last couple of weeks. And she got really high scores. The judges love her. This is going to turn the corner for her. It's going to change the... So then we're America seeing a whole voted. new side of you. Yeah, so yeah, we're seeing a, we're seeing a whole new side of you. This is you're turning the corner. You're everyone loves you because you can dance. Meanwhile, I know what America's thinking. They're like, yeah, she can dance because she didn't do anything else. This is her whole <laughs> life. She doesn't have to go get a job. She doesn't have to actually do something. She She's uh, her at home. job is influencer. Yeah, she's sitting at home waiting for people to forgive her for cheating to get into school. So anyway, they hold the. the, the the girl's got high scores. At the end of the show, Tyra comes on and she says, listen, we're going to, you know, now you're, you, whether you stay or go depends on not only your scores from the judges, but also America has to vote for you. That's right. Well, well, this chick figures she's so fucking safe because she has such high scores from the judges. Well, they start doing at the end of the show this vote. And who's in the bottom two? Olivia Jade. And she looks like she just got smacked in the head. With a frying Is she pan. crying? <laughs> she was. She was shaky. Trust Ooh. me. She's like, "Fuck, America really hates me." I mean, what a sign. So, so Derek Huff, who's one of the judges, he goes, "This is a really hard decision, America. What have you done?" And and I wanted to say, Derek, America has done what you should have done from the beginning. You should have invited somebody on Dancing with the Stars, who, you know, got into USC unfairly. Who's a cheat? Her parents went to prison for it. Right. America is doing what you were afraid to do. We're handling it. Justice is being meted out. Meted. Like meat. (laughs) (laughs) America is meting out justice. They're bursting this girl's bubble. Nobody likes the most popular girl in school. This girl's gorgeous. She's got rich parents. She's got, you know, she she had it all. She talks like she's 15 or 12. You know, she hasn't grown up at all. She's just really immature. But what you saw in Dancing with the Stars is mob rule because Beth was like, why do we have to watch to the end of Dancing with the Stars? And I said, honey, we got to see justice. (laughs) We have to see the mob rule. I didn't think America was going to do it because she's lasted this long. I got to tell you, Robin, I had the feeling I still believe in America. They, they, I'm telling you, I said, they're not going to allow her to win this, the silver ball, whatever it is, the crystal ball. The mirror ball. The mirror ball. Sorry. <laughs> you know, America is going to say, listen, we're not ready to forgive. 
You can't win the mirror ball. Not just for dancing. Right. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it was going to happen. And I and it almost happened, but the judges saved Olivia Jade at the end. <gasps> they saved her. They saved her. So but uh, she's probably gonna but she'll be gone next week. America's gonna Who was she against? Oh my God. See, this is my Super Bowl. She was against Mel C of the Spice Girls. And Mel C, You're I gotta say kidding. No, I was a little sad for her because she she looked like she took it really hard. I didn't realize she needed the you know the the mirror ball that bad. I didn't realize she needed the exposure <laughs> that bad. Like like it became abundantly clear when they when she was in the bottom two of Dancing with the Stars. All of a sudden she's like, "Oh fuck you, America! Are you yeah, kidding? I'm in the Spice I mean, Girls. She had a career, and she kind of was a dancer. So she was like and really she dances sp- well, yeah. And I got to tell you, man, when she looked into the camera and they they put her in the bottom two. I, you would have thought they had fucking killed a member of her family. I mean, she looked like she she was like like with her eyes begging the judges in America to save her. Whoa! And, and I was like, they Damn. saved Olivia Jade over her. Uh, Len did that uh, tall guy. Yeah, he yeah. the tall old guy. Yeah. Okay. He saved the, the ex the other judges were split. It was split, and he evidently is some kind of big macher in the dance world because they give him the final say. He gets the right. like, he gets the final vote. He's the top judge. I would have loved that on uh, America's Got Talent if they just said, you know what, we don't give a shit about you other judges, Howie, Mel B, and, and uh, Heidi. Howard will make the decisions. Get the fuck off. That, that if might you have two can't around. figure it out, Howard will make the final decision. Yeah, you know what, we're going to get a real man in there, a real judge, <laughs> America's judge, Howard Stern. He'll make the, yeah. That Len looks like he's on an ego trip. He's like, yeah, these other idiots, they, they, fuck them. Don't worry, I'll straighten everything out. <laughs> And I think he saved Olivia Jade because she's hotter than uh, Mel C, unfortunately. That's what it comes I didn't down see to. the two dances to compare whether they danced equally well, Olivia, or. Olivia's younger, you know, and uh, she wears less clothing, let's say. So I think she's better for the ratings, honestly. Well, I guess, yeah, even though people hate her, they tune in to see her fail, right? Exactly. When I was on America's Got Talent, I I said to them, I was kind of kidding, but not. I said, it would be really great if the other judges are making no sense. We build like a trap door under their seats (laughs) and they disappear. And then I make the final decision. (laughs) Yeah. I think that guy, Len, has a crush on Olivia Jade. That's what saved her. You know what I mean? I think (laughs) he's an old coot dreaming of his younger days as a ballroom dancer. But anyway... I go nuts when I watch it, and it's probably upsetting to Beth because I don't shut up during the whole thing. And she's like, she gets, she goes, you know, I know you're like on the radio and, and get paid a lot of money to voice your opinions and talk, but can you quiet down in in your private life a little? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, do you have to be giving your opinion all day? <laughs> yeah, she knows my opinion. I get very upset when um, this uh, woman. Who was a professional Broadway dancer? The the is, Clute, I think her name is Amanda Clutes is Amanda her name. Clutes, I never yeah yeah. Her husband died of COVID. Okay, that's sad. I don't get me wrong, and nothing funny about that. But she was sort of a nobody, I guess. She was a Broadway dancer, and I don't you know she danced on Broadway shows. And her husband was on Broadway, and he died of COVID. And somehow, I guess on Instagram, people learned about her, and you know. Seems like a nice lady. Well, they followed the whole journey because he was in the hospital for so long. Right. 
you know, so right. everybody was, you know, joining in to to find out how he was doing every day. Yeah, which is, you know, I got nothing to say about that, but she seemed like a nice lady and everything, but pretty for sure. But she's on Dancing with the Stars, and she's a, you know, again, she's a professional Broadway dancer. She comes, and, and the judges have completely forgotten that this woman, she got paid to dance on Broadway. That's the most elite you can be. If you're a dancer and you get paid to be on Broadway, that means you're the greatest, one of the greatest dancers in the country. Because... They got millions of women who try out for that shit. She was taking her foot. She grabbed her foot uh, that night, and she grabbed it and put it up like this over her head. Uh, yeah, like, well, that's like, what, what amateur. Do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, how, I mean, I would fall over so fast. You break your leg. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can't. I mean, it's unfair. It's like if, like, um, this the Rolling Stones tried out for American Idol. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, it's crazy. Like, there's a basketball player on there, and he dances pretty damn well. And, like, even, the you know, the guy from The Bachelor d- uh, dances pretty well. Ugh. But how can I'm they really win? I'm not liking him since I, you know, he's out of that yeah. Bachelor. I'm like, oh, goodness, he's a corny guy. Right. He's, he's douchey. But, but <laughs> okay, but the guy's not a professional dancer. You know what I mean? No, but he's doing okay. I think he's gone already. Oh, that's right. Um, he went last week. Yeah, yeah I did yeah, see. Yeah. Uh, I was glad to see him go. And then uh, the other person that was making me mental is the um, the girl who's a lesbian. And for the first time, she's dancing with another woman, which I don't even understand. If you're a lesbian, why do you have to dance with another? You could still dance with a dude. I've listen. Well, up until now, they always did have. Uh, yeah. Who cares? Gay He's people dancing. dancing with the opposite sex. I mean, it ain't making love. It's just dancing. So, but anyway, you okay, you anyone. know me. Yeah. I'll, I'll watch two women dance together anytime. I'm not going to complain about that. But it's That's not okay. really making a difference. They, it's the same. Well, the problem with it is I don't have a problem with two women dancing together. My problem is her name is Jojo Siwa. I never heard of this girl, but evidently she was on a TV show. Called that Dance Moms. Dance. It's got dance in the title. <laughs> <laughs> and she, of course, got a perfect score. She out, she outdanced the, the Broadway lady. Right. Yeah. Uh, Amanda Klutz. And I'm like watching this and I'm like, Amanda Klutz, they said was a Radio City Rockette. You know what the odds of becoming, you got a better shot at becoming a, 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 a radio host as opposed to Radio City Rockette. You got a better chance of being a baseball player than you do to be a rockette. It's it's the elite dancers. She was a rockette and she's competing. Get the fuck out of here. Give me a fucking break. But they Unfair. don't give her high scores. They they give oh, the higher no, no, scores. They did they, did they give her it. high scores last night? Because two weeks in a row, she was not the best dancer. She got one nine and then all the rest tens. And well, Jojo Siwa. Who is a, a, an expert dancer, a, a professional dancer, got all 10. So, I mean, they were a point apart. See, that's what I'm saying, that Clutes is not getting the highest score. No, she will. She's going to win. She's going to win. I don't know. I don't know. America's pretty fucked up when it comes to lesbians. <laughs> I think uh, they're going to go all in on the professional dancer. And, they, and they're and they sitting there giving her accolades like, you know, Jesus, you, you, you're, you're, you're on point. You lift your leg beautifully, and she's like, oh, my thing. Trying to act like she, like she never danced before. 
Yeah, oh. like she doesn't expect to get good uh, responses from the judges. I got a little bit of a, a surprise here. You know, it is Cocktober, and we've been so busy, we've had very little time to, you know, celebrate. But uh, Sal and Richard planned a little bit of a Cocktober surprise for us. This is just one of many events Uh-oh, that go on. I hope everybody who's into Cocktober is uh, made aware of this. I got to be waiting. honest with you. I'm not a big fan of what they're going to do here. It's pretty disgusting. <laughs> but uh, it really is. I, and I was just like, you know, I'm all for, I love Cocktober hijinks. I love penis things where guys come on and do stupid shit with their penis. But they want to, I don't even know. What? Guys, well, explain what you guys want to do. Oh, my goodness. Richard's nude and Sal is nude. And what do you guys want to do? Happy Cocktober. What's going on today? What's the event? Well, this might be our dumbest stunt we've ever done. It's called synchronized pissing. Yeah. Similar to synchronized (laughs) swimming. Sal and I are going to piss to the song Blue Danube, which we've renamed the Yellow Danube. I, I don't know that first. I want this. I'll be honest with you. I'm kind of grossed out by it. First of all, seeing you guys naked is just fucking jarring. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's Cocktober, Howard. Do we have so what to are you going to do? You're going to mic your urine and then the, it's going to yeah, sound like a... We're going right. to piss and and you're going to hear us pissing to song like synchronized swimming i'm gonna go first sal goes second and it's gonna be a beautiful little uh synchronized pissing when you say you go first mean, sal goes first and you go or sal no, goes. I go, goes first i'm going to pee first you'll hear when you hear the song you'll you'll get what we're saying it's a song that goes da 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. and then i'm gonna go piss 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 and then oh. it's gonna go again and then sal's gonna go piss 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 and all right i'll do it i'll do it It'll but i gotta tell hard. you i'm doing it under protest i'm not i don't like pee and i know this was probably sal's idea because he loves peeing it was a collaboration between yeah. you and, and who we, uh, we had a whole team of people working on this thing. Richard's an animal, too. Like, we sent him a, a metal bucket that makes really good noise so you could really yeah. hear it. And it's like a $5 bucket. And he goes, oh, this bucket's great. After I'm done with the bit, I can reuse it to make homemade beer. I'm going to brew oh my, my own beer. God. And I'm like, like, dude, you know, you just urinated in that thing. I know you can clean it out. I get it. But yeah. maybe, you know, take a pass. Anyway, I will tell you this. I know they put hours of rehearsal and tech set up into this. That's why I'm allowing it. But I'm pretty sure I'm going to throw up. That's my question. Yeah, why are you guys naked? Just for the answer. It's funny. Just add to the aura, yeah, to the vibe. You know, it's (laughs) Cocktober. We love being naked. Well, yeah, you're, it's like on Dancing with the Stars. They wear special outfits. For, for... <laughs> so they wear well, no we, outfit. I have right. my swimming cap yeah, on. Yeah, we got Howard. our swim caps. We got our uh, swimming goggles. So... <laughs> yeah. You know what that swim cap looks like on you, Sal? Like, you know that hat those guys in ZZ Top wear underneath their hat? Yeah. They wear two hats. <laughs> yep. That's what it looks like. <laughs> uh, all right, so here we go. We're going to play ZZ the... I'm going to hit the track. It's a music yep. to uh, the Blue gonna, Danube. We're going to switch microphones to our P microphone so that you can really hear us P, too. Okay. Are you ready? Oh. I'll let you. Uh, are you everybody good? You ready, Howard? Yeah. Hold on. Okay. This is here all go. uh, going on live. So, you know, we've really kind of worked this out. Here I go. Uh, uh, one, two, three. 
Sal fucking it up. Look at him. <laughs> Who's that? You, Sal? That's Richard. Oh. Look, Sal sucks. Watch. Uh, look, yeah, I can't choke. do it. You fucking moron. Hold on a second. Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Why are you fucking it up, Sal? I'm getting pee shy, Howard. I'm, I never. This never happened to me before. <laughs> All right. Your, your turn's coming up. Don't okay. fuck it up. Here comes your turn. Sal, get ready. <laughs> Nothing. A dribble. Douchebag. Howard, play it again. I can do it again. All right, we'll start again, Sal. What's going on? I, I don't I don't know how I'm getting like pee shy all of a sudden. All right, I'll do this. Hold on. This happened at rehearsal too. All right, here we go. I'm starting it again. Richard, you'll go first. Yep. Richard, you're a pro. I got to say, you always come through. Well, he doesn't have any control though. No, he did. Come on, Robin. The guy's no, right. that's Robin. <laughs> <laughs> There's no stop. Big critic. Try it, Robin. All right, here we go. Here comes Richard. Scout, douchebag, look at him. Look at him. Sal, here it comes. Nothing. Oh, oh. Sal. Douchebag. I've never been more disappointed in him. Howard, I could probably even go again. Really? Sal. I could try. I mean, no, this is what we hired you for. This is your whole job. To pee I and, know. And I, I, I can't believe it. This has never happened to me You're before. the king of piss, Sal. I know, yeah. but apparently... Oh, What's going through your head? Let me help you out here, because you know I'm just like my whole body is f- f- has choked up. My my cock is choked up. <laughs> my cock just like choked up, like it just like stopped. By the way, I want to point out something. This is why Richard won, you know, John's job when we did that bit on the air, and we hired Richard over Sal, and then we hired yeah. Sal out of pity, like year, months later, because fucking Richard comes through. How many times did you guys rehearse this? And, and a what lot. happened in rehearsal? Rehearse it in the bathroom too. Every time I took a piss, I would rehearse it. Yeah, several times. For weeks. I can't, did you very did, did you pee now. this morning, Sal, when you woke up? I peed this morning because it would have been too painful. And then I immediately started drinking, Howard. I had like two bottles of water and a coffee. I did everything right. My dick. Richard, did like, you pee when you woke out. up this morning? Uh, very early, like five a.m. But yeah. then. Just started drinking water and coffee. Can I actually? Pro. Can I let the rest of my pee out now? All right, I'll play it again. Let's I'll give Sal one more shot. Asshole. All right, here okay, we go. One more. Stop showing off. All right, here we go. Can I pee one more time, Howard? Sal, uh, Sal you'll go you second suck, against Sal. mortar. Wait a minute. You're fucking me up here. Oh, Why? <laughs> he's drinking more water. You're gonna. Oh, explode. now he's getting desperate. <laughs> I need a All new right. pee partner. Oh, Richard, up. you'll go first. <laughs> Sal, you'll go second. Here we go. Yep. One last shot for this guy. 
Look at Richard. What a pro. Look at the concentration. <laughs> yes, Sal. Look at him. Watch him choke. Nothing. Zero. Look at the blank face. <laughs> Sal. I'm even giving more time. Come on. Go ahead. Come on, you peckerhead. I, I, I Not even a drop? <laughs> I let out a fart. Nothing. Nothing out of All right. Thing. Another Cocktober failure. Here goes Richard now. Here goes me. <laughs> Look at this guy. What a pro. Sal. Come on, Sal. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Richard. Richard. <laughs> Sorry, I had to let it out finally. Ugh. I should fire you for this, Sal. You should. I'm disgusted with myself. <laughs> how how do you guys cross streams? You know how you say you go into the men's room and cross streams and stuff? Yeah. And you couldn't do anything here. I wow. Be shy, Rob. I'm I mean, I'll, I'll give it to Sal. I was pretty nervous, too. I was hoping I could do this. Because, <laughs> like, Sal, you know, it's what, one thing to do a rehearsal, but another to be doing it on the air. So, where's your stupid microphone? I just uh, I swapped it back. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. All right. I mean, this this is a huge failure for me. I apologize to you. I apologize to the audience. No, seriously, I, like you rehearsed it for hours and uh, yes, weeks. You know, weeks. This is your whole job. And <laughs> yeah, and Howard, even right now, I can't even piss. I don't, I don't think I feel like I'll never be able to piss again. This is almost like a, a curse. I swear to God, Alex, this is fucking weird. <laughs> Alex from South Carolina, you're on the air. Hey, Howard. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I got to say, man, I'm on my way to class. I'm a grad student at a really good business school, and I'm just trying to get a little bit of fucking calmness on my way to class, and this guy's fucking it up. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he ruined it. Up. Oh, and I these guys pitched. Everything. This, is, this is like he's been waiting for this for months, and he just fucked it up. It's, your wife's on the phone, Sal. it was his idea, Sal. you're telling me, and he can't yeah, it was. do it. Sal, your wife's on the phone. Hi. Hi, Mrs. Governale. Fucking asshole! What the fuck is wrong with you? Come on! Jesus Christ! You never fucking listen to anything, Sal. Our fucking son's tuitions do. Take a fucking piss! Come on! Come on! <laughs> Sorry. Try again right now. I want you to try again right now. Come this on, is Governale. It must be terrible. Like everything about Sal is a disappointment, and even his pissing routine didn't work. <laughs> I mean, he never listens. He can't even get this right. Like the fucking squirrels he talks to could piss more than this. I'm so fucking embarrassed. <laughs> oh my God. We, like, come on, Sal. I want to buy a new car. And now, now we're going to be destitute because you can't take a fucking piss. Jesus Christ. My I'm God. Sorry. I'm, fucking I'm sorry. I'm not asking that much, right? <laughs> no, I mean, she's asking him to pee. Go put your, <laughs> run your hands under the sink. Go put your hand in the sink. Let the water run and come back and take a piss. Fucking Richard can do it. Come on. <sighs> All right. Well, <laughs> by the way, I, I should say a couple of things to Sal. What? Um, well, number one, Sal's down in the basement nude trying to pee in a bucket. His family has right. no idea, right? You you were embarrassed yes. to tell them. That, right. that I didn't want to say that, but that has also lent to the, the uh, pee shyness. I think he's scared his wife yeah. will hear it. Right. That might be part <laughs> of it. There's a little anxiety going on <laughs> that I didn't want to share, and that's one reason why maybe. Are you jealous of Richard's marriage, Sal? Like, his wife doesn't give two shits if he's down there peeing. And, uh, <laughs> oh, she was like, laughing when I told her about this. 
Yeah. She thought I mean, it was the hoot. Maybe you're just married to the wrong woman. I mean, you may, no, maybe that... she's ve- she no, she's very supportive, but like there's not, you know, don't don't ask, don't tell. That's my policy with work, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'll be much better when she hears it from a friend of hers. You know what your husband did on the radio today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh oh, oh, hi George, how are you? How dare you, Sal? You're ruining my Cocktober. <laughs> Howard, I'm going to show you how it's done. I'd Go like ahead. to synchronize piss to the tune of Our Time Now from my award-winning musical, Allegiance. Work, <clears throat> George. Go ahead. It's my time to serve. My strength to give my blood to offer so others might live we'll win back our freedom I know it somehow we must sacrifice pay any price it's our time now. That's how it's done. Wow. Wow. Bravo. George, you have an incredible crew. George. Red, clean up my piss dribble. <laughs> George, will you be my new piss partner? I <laughs> shut up, you. Absolutely. I'll make you beer. <laughs> well, thank you, George. Uh, and by the way, George, I'm going to say it before you do. William Shatner can't do that. He might go up into space, but let's see him sing... And, and pee at the same time. I doubt he could do that. <laughs> he can't do that at all. Did you know that uh, the Feast of October dates back thousands of years to the Samhain harvest? I knew. Really? Samhain? Yes. It's Cocktober. It's the most penis-filled time of the year. <laughs> All right, With I know Brad's got a dangling and bulls all a clanging and smacking my rear. Oh, I love this time of year. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, uh, George, I know uh, Brad's got to get in there and uh, clean up that bucket. So uh, you go ring your bell and get him in there, and uh, and, and we'll Brad, talk to you later. Thank bring you. my two rags. You know the ones with uh, Shatner's face on them. <laughs> <laughs> um, there you go. There you go. Oh, right. well, you... one success and one disappointment. Way to you know, go, Sal. I, I think it's this whole new world we live in. Everything is backwards. Even, I, I you know, I love the, the pee, and the, my pee is the story of my life. And then for <laughs> October, I, there's nothing more that I love than October. And then I I, 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 uh, I choked. Next October, I'm going to make, I'm the boss around here, so this is what the way it's going to be. Next October. Uh, Richard's going solo, no Sal. And um, it's going to be like when Simon left Garfunkel. It's just going to be oh, awesome. Wow. You know, and, and then you're going to go on, Richard, to a bigger, better career. Without <laughs> That's Sal. right, Sal. And you'll just watch. That's right. Sorry, Sal. <laughs> you'll watch Richard perform. <laughs> nice job, Richard. Sal, not so nice. Okay. Thank you. There you go. Wow. Thanks for letting us do that, Howard. That was fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. Special Cocktober celebration. Happy yeah. Cocktober. And next. Everyone next year, Sal Freak October. All right. <laughs> oh. Oh. Stupid idiot standing oh, there naked with, with your dick in your, your useless dick in your hand. 
<laughs> Richard, you're the MVP of Cocktober. Wait till you see mm. Sal's face. Well, all this is going on. It's just so funny. Pushing. I'm just so heartbroken. Oh, Sal had his hands up above his head, like pushed. Like he was in like a oh every position. I was he could leaning think on of. the wall. I was leaning on the wall, pretending I was like in a, in a real bathroom. I was trying to get into the mindset. No, no, no. You know what? You know what happened to me? I got. I got to. got to tell you. I'm not a professional yeah. PR like. Like, uh, style, like the two but... of you are supposed to be yeah <laughs> so a couple of years ago i had to go in the hospital and i they had to you know put that tube up my dick mm. um because um i had uh you know they put you out when you they do it but they pull it out when you're awake and it, it actually didn't hurt that much when they pulled it out i don't know what it was like when it went in because i was unconscious mm. and uh right. the one the nurse go i go to the nurse oh shit man i was so embarrassed you know because she saw my dick and everything, and, and it's so tiny. But anyway, she was real professional about it. She didn't laugh or anything. I mean, she had a smile on her face, but she didn't laugh. And uh, and then, like, she says to me, um, look, um, now you should urinate on your own. If in the next hour you don't urinate, we have to put the tube back in. I go, what? What do you mean? You mean while I'm awake? You're going to put the I said, no, you're not. She goes, nope. Because, uh, you know, that means something's wrong. You should, you got to pee, drink a little bit of water, or I'll come in here and I'll put the tube back in. So she leaves the room. Now I'm in a fucking panic because I don't want that tube going in my dick. I start drinking bottles of water like there's no tomorrow. I must, I'm serious. I drank 10 bottles of water. Wow. My wow. belly was so bloated, I, but I was so nervous that she was going to put that thing in. I'm now walking around the room trying to pee every fucking three seconds. And I'm, I had that look Sal had on his face, like that, that dopey fucking like, oh, man, come on. You better pee. Something's got to come out. And the right? more I tried, the worse it got. And I was like, oh, shit. And I'm looking at the clock. Forty five minutes left. A half hour left. Fifteen minutes left. I had so much water in me. I, my stomach hurt so bad. And my balls ached. I mean, I, I didn't know what I was going to do because all I wanted to do is just go to sleep. I was worn out. And I know she's going to come in. Like a minute before she came in, I got a little dribble out. And she goes, <laughs> okay, I won't put the fucking catheter in you. Now I said, she said, well, just go to sleep or whatever. You know, you rest here in bed. I couldn't lay down because I had so much water in my fucking belly <laughs> and my balls. And like, I still couldn't pee. And then for like three or four hours, I'm up aching because I got so much water in. And I'm like, these motherfuckers are killing me. I just want to go to sleep and I can't because I'm so uncomfortable. I got so much pee inside of me and I couldn't pee just like Sal. And I was like Thanks, ready Howard. to jump out the window. All my man. And then once like every, every couple of hours, a little bit of pee would come out. And I was like, this is not even satisfying. I still got more in there. I had that same dumb look on my face that you have right now, Sal. The look of failure. My look is permanent, though. Sal's going to be so mad when he finally pees, too. He's no, like, you know when he's going to pee? I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen. We're going to go off the air. I'm going to do a commercial. Sal's going to pee like a racehorse. <laughs> <laughs> Tape it, Sal. Well, yeah. Sal, did, oh, I'm you telling poop, you. did you poop this morning? No. That that might be the problem. I think take it from an expert. Take it from a success, Richard. He says you got to poop. <laughs> yeah, an expert yeah. in shitting. 
I should punish you. You know what, Sal? I forbid you to pee now. Now you have to hold it in for the rest of the show. Okay. I, I'll take that punishment, Howard. I, I pee in your pants. No, you, no, you go no. pee because I know as soon as I turn off these mics, we're going to be able to do it. I don't know. I don't think I. I, I feel like my cock is like disappear. Like it's it's numb. It's crazy. Like your my cock let you down. Yeah, it's it's yeah, you should on. smack that thing. <laughs> Beat it. <laughs> I so, why don't you just go work for uh, National Public Radio? Who needs you here on the Howard Stern Show? <laughs> By the way, the former CEO of Sirius XM Pandora and Stitcher, Jim Meyer, who has retired, is calling all the way in from his vacation in Jamaica. Really? Oh, wow. He wants to know what's going on. Hi, Mr. Meyer. Uh, we, we, we certainly miss you. We love uh, Jennifer, but, but uh, we, we miss you, too. How are you? And I can tell he's in Jamaica because he got that yeah, music behind him. Yeah, steel drums. <laughs> Horrible. He must be at the breakfast buffet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Fucking guy failed it. And what are you his... doing, Sal? Stop touching yourself. I'm trying to work it up, Robin. I'm, you know, you know when you, you know when you shake the spark plugs when your car won't start. I'm shaking the plugs. Yeah, but it's what are you doing? You know? I'm, I'm, you know. Are you freaked out, Sal, that you couldn't pee? Yeah, completely. And the weird thing is that I, I don't feel the urge at all right now at all, and that that's crazy. <laughs> Can you feel your dick uh, though? Like, I mean, does it feel numb? It just feels like it feels like a turtle that went back into its shell, like. Hmm. Just panicked. <laughs> yeah. I have panic penis. Oh, Sorry. Look at his yeah. man tits, too. He gets I know. Big yeah. <laughs> what did, what did, and uh, what's the, the um, guy who does the, uh, the uh, lie detector. detector? What did he yeah. call Sal's tits? Farm animal farm tits. Animal tits. <laughs> yeah. Sal's got some farm animal Keep piling on as if I don't You deserve it. You deserve it. I do deserve it. If you had come out here and really performed, we wouldn't even be talking about this. You know what this is like? This is like um, sometimes like I watch football and the guy who kicks the field goal, who's, you know, the most of the year, they know how to to do it. They've practiced it a million times and they come out in the Super Bowl. He kicks the field goal. They win the game. And the guy misses the fucking field goal. This is what this is like. Whoa, this fucking guy, you know, his whole stupid I saw existence. that happen this past Sunday. You know, these people mm-hmm. had, uh, you know, gotten into field goal range. They could have won the game if this mm. guy had been able to kick the field goal. They got him into good position. And then it sails off. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> wait a second. The guy's only, you know, he's not even really a football player. Really, he's more of a soccer player. He's just kicking the fucking ball. It's his only job, and he goes and he blows it. That's you, Sal. <laughs> Sal right, doinked so, it. Yeah. <laughs> I doinked you, Richard. <laughs> Richard, though, on the other hand, Jesus Christ, you, know. you are a fucking monster. I mean, Thank no inhibition. You. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so to recap. Penis. So far, our big event for Cocktober, Richard's a hero for pissing in a bucket under his desk, and Sal's a gigantic failure again who couldn't handle the bit. And he wrote And don't drink Richard's beer. He made it in a bee bucket. That's what we learned today. (laughs) I'll be the only one drinking it, Rob. Are you going to even bother washing out that bucket, or are you going to just make the beer in it? 
No, I should wash it out because it, it actually smells like urine already. <laughs> like my whole workspace <laughs> smells like urine right now. It's like it's like we're in Hannibal Lecter's basement. Look at him standing there. <laughs> oh, the like funny death. thing is, I've peed several times down here already. Like, you know, during the show, I'll pee in a water bottle down here. Of course, here. you're an animal. Yeah. So. <laughs> he pees like a dog. Yeah. You know, he, he would pee in the middle of the street with people around him. He doesn't. It's like a clueless, he's like a clueless dog. He'll just lift up his leg and take a shit. Why oh, are you attacking him? He did what he no was supposed shit. to do. Yeah, yeah. Not, and, 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 you don't I get know. to attack Richard. You fuck up. I know. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm just ashamed of myself. <laughs> you ever <sighs> let your kid down in that basement, Richard? Like, yeah, just, he loves it do? down here. He yeah. loves it. He thinks it's yeah. great. All right. <laughs> we we uh, when we were planning the bit, we wanted to send Richard plastic, like a plastic sheet, to put under the bucket. You know, uh-huh. and he goes. No, no, that's not necessary. Like, oh, like, God. like cleanliness doesn't matter down here. I'm in the you yeah, know, just, He, he doesn't even miss, care about the floor. If there's no. a little splash, it's okay. Who cares? Just concrete it's, floor. It's fine. It's a, yeah, I'll piss all over my house. Me <laughs> he would. If, if his wife wasn't there, he would piss all over the house. I think so. He would. He would. You know, fuck the investment. Just let's piss on it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it keeps the deer away when you pee. They smell human pee. It keeps them away. Keeps everyone away, you weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, thanks, boys, for the October event. And uh, we'll thank you. Howard. Howard. All right. All right, guys. Later. All right. Thank Richard you. and Sal. Everybody loves Richard and Sal with their Cocktober. Oh, these dudes, these dudes were plotting this thing like it was, uh, you know, like it was the uh, Emmys. You know what I mean? And and the, all the rehearsal, I love that. Oh my god, like, <laughs> Jason, how many hours of rehearsal did those two idiots put in on that? Like what? I mean, just in the big rehearsals, at least four hours. Uh, <laughs> uh, we rehearsed all last Friday, all day uh, Monday, you know, afternoon, and uh, yeah, so it was a lot of time. Um, and the last, the, the last one we did right before today, they nailed it. They absolutely wow. nailed it. Um, so I don't know what do happened think, to Sal this morning. Do you think our show should be more like Saturday Night Live? Like in the rehearsal, you tape it. And then if they flunk out live, you at least have the rehearsal we could put in. Yeah. I mean, we, I believe we taped the rehearsal, so we can, we can absolutely put that out later to make it look like Sal knows what he's doing. <laughs> this was kind of funnier. <laughs> you mean Sal performed accurately during the rehearsal? Oh yeah, the rehearsal was, yeah. was great. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the look on his face when he couldn't get any urine out? He really looked like a guy who who failed in the bedroom. Like he looked so right. <laughs> miserable and impotent. Douchebag. <laughs> never happened to me before. <laughs> How would you know? <laughs> Right. Yeah. Like, like, how many times have you, how many times have you peed in a bucket on radio? I'm command. (laughs) I'm command. I don't know. This just, the the millions of times I've rehearsed this, I I don't understand. I just love, I love when Sal can't deliver when it counts. Like, he can, you know, it's just, it's so typical. Like, (laughs) just a loser. It's so funny. Because the music stops. And there's complete yeah. silence. And then he's yeah. standing there trying and trying and trying. And Richard's got that big dopey look on his face. <laughs> so happy. <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm doing I could do it again. <laughs> Let me go three times over. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sal's uh, shaking a dead piece of skin down there. I know. Piece of taffy. 
<laughs> hanging between his legs, useless. So <laughs> great. In every in every form, it's useless. Yeah, yeah, it's just useless. It's no good. He doesn't fuck his wife. And, then, doesn't... and if we're all done, and he keeps <laughs> reaching down there, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> too late, pal. <laughs> right, right. Now, don't don't be touching that thing now. <laughs> it's over. Hey, Travis, what's up? And then I got to take a break. We got a lot to get to this morning. Busy morning, October. Hey, Travis, what's up? Hey, man. Hey, that was, I was with you at the beginning. Hey, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be terrible. What the hell are they doing? That was so freaking funny once it started. I, I <laughs> just, hats off to Richard. He should make some, uh, some, some beer in that thing in his bucket, piss bucket, lager, whatever. I really yep. think you need Dr. Sarno on to figure out what the hell's going on with Sal and his penis. Yeah, well, he choked. <laughs> Listen, uh, we don't talk about this on the air, but what we do is now that Sal failed, he's going to have to walk into the wilderness and live alone for at least a year. That's uh, that's how we punish him. <laughs> All right. I, I actually feel for him. I, I get the shot bladder every once in a while myself. It's uh, it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's a real real tragedy there. Sorry, sorry Sal. Hang in there, yeah, buddy. I suffer from it too. I can't even stand at a urinal with other dudes and pee. I get, but but then again, I'm not putting myself out there to be a Mister Urine, and uh, you know, yeah, yes, I, I, I know. We don't think Sal's ashamed of anything. He usually doesn't know to be ashamed. That's right. All right, Travis, got to go later. Travis over, over there in Texas, um, who's uh, actually uh, looking for an abortion right now. He can't find one. <laughs> All right, we're going to, uh, oh, hey, let me first say, I want to, hmm, let me make, let me make sure I say this from, uh, from DC Comics, Neil Gaiman and Audible, Experience the Sandman, Act Two. I'm going to, I'm going to experience this. I just, I signed up for Audible just, uh, last week. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of excited about it. I'm going to start getting into those audiobooks. While I paint. I think these these animated audiobooks are amazing. I don't know yet. I'm going to try it. I, I'm I'm up, I'm up for it. It's it's never only a dream. Go to audible.com slash epic. That's audible.com slash epic. Listen now. Uh, DC Comics, Neil Gaiman. Uh, Sandman Act 2. Jason says it's awesome, so he knows. He loves it. He geeks out regularly and uh, enjoys it. Oh, if I had a band, I'd never stop being on the road. It must have killed these musicians. Really? I don't, yeah, I don't even, um, I don't mean. I, you, you'd love to stay at home. I know, but if I could play guitar and sing my own songs, that would get me out of the house. Because to <laughs> me, it's so great. Like, you know, honestly, doing this show, there's a, pre see, this was my problem being a judge on America's Got Talent, too. It was basically an unfair contest and i knew that that if you write songs which is the hardest thing to do and you have a body of work and then for the rest of your life you can go out and just perform that and make tons of dough i mean that is what could be better than that there's no there's no sort of the glory is there you've written the songs already and with even like with this radio show i'm i'm up every fucking night writing shit that I think is yeah, you funny. You can't replay anything, you know. I mean, we replay no. stuff, but when you sit here, you've got to be original. Yeah. And if I retell a story, I go, how can I do that better? And you know, I got to constantly come up. It's like a it's like a a vampire that just sucks the blood out of you because you're constantly for the last 40 years trying to figure out what's the thing that's going to turn the audience on and blah blah blah. And that's why like when I was a judge at America's Got Talent, I'd be like, well, the singer is always have it easiest because they can just go out and sing 
where the magicians, they have a limited act. I mean, there's only a finite number of tricks you can do each week on television. And nobody wants you to do the same one. Oh, I saw that the last time I was here. So America's Got Talent was always flawed in my mind. And even though it was a dumb fucking TV show and, you know, I took the gig somewhat seriously because I'd say, well, is it? It's not fair. These singers are just singing every week. And I'm not saying that's easy. I mean, but the easy part is they don't have to think. They can just take someone else's song and sing it. These magicians or even the dude, they had a dude on there. I don't even know where this fucker came from. Probably Russia. I think they don't like they don't have really good television over in Russia. So they're like back in the 1960s doing guys who spin plates kind of, you know, vaudeville acts. And um, they had this one fucking guy he he would spin plates have his dog run around at the same time and it was amazing but i knew how can he win america's got talent his whole thing was every week he was going to come out and spin those plates on a stick yeah with the music and i went he can't win but he should win he's that good he spent his life spinning plates if this contest only lasted one night he would win but if we last week yeah Joe Walsh is currently touring with the Eagles. The, the lineup is Don Henley, Timothy B. Schmidt, Glenn, Glenn Fry's son. Oh. Deacon. Yeah, and Vince Gill. Vince Gill. Wow. Wait, what? Isn't, yeah, right? Vince yeah. Gill, isn't that a guy who's uh, like a, a country? country singer? Yeah. Why is he in the Eagles? What? what, what? Gary, why is Vince Gill in, in the Eagles? I, I don't know, but uh, I saw oh. them about a month ago, and they were uh, they were amazing. Vince Gill and, and Deacon, you know, tr- do Glenn Fry's parts. Joe is still the star of the show. I mean, Joe's Always. amazing. He does Rocky Mountain Way, and life's been good, and you know, life in the fast lane. He's just so good. Did you go back and see Joe? No. Oh, I would uh, just wonder how he's doing. He looked great. Did you Did you wear a mask at the concert? It was outdoors. Oh, Everyone had okay. to put their COVID card in. I got, and actually got tested the morning of. Right. Yeah, I'm all confused. I got friends who are going to Mexico. They're 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 here, there, everywhere, and I'm like, what? yeah, I have okay. one friend. Every time she I talk to her, she's in a different place. Yeah, which means she's on and off planes all the time. Yeah. I I can't figure it out. I know everyone thinks I'm being way too cautious. You you got to be super cautious. Right, you know, I'm in Colin Powell's position. (laughs) Right, but... uh, You know, I wanted to do something this weekend, and I'm not going to be able to do it because I have to be cautious. What were you thinking about doing? There's a friend of mine who's giving a class. You know, I take these classes, and uh, I was going to go because he's here this weekend. He's not often Mm. done that, and he hasn't had live classes in the whole pandemic, and so... There was, it's the first one, and I was like, oh, I wish I could go, but I can't. Can't you zoom in? No, it's not Zoom. you got to be in the classroom. They can't set you up? You're, you know, you're probably the star I pupil. didn't even ask. Wow. <laughs> wow. Way to be um, like a normal person and say, you know what? I just can't be there. That's right. It's a live class, and I wouldn't I'm be like not that. live. <laughs> I'd be like, listen, fucker, you set up a Zoom for me. <laughs> well, that would have taken some pre-planning. I mean, I only found out about it this week. Vince Gill joined the Eagles in 2017 after Glenn Fry died in 2016. Yeah. I, oh, I didn't know that. I'm not sure who Vince Gill is. I just thought he was like a hardcore country singer. But 
Maybe I'm well, wrong. Well, he was. He had his own solo career. Hmm. Okay. And the rosewood bitters. There it is. He didn't write this, Joe, I don't think. I don't know. I don't know. But it's just so good. Yes, that's how it goes. Too many words to talk. So good. I'm glad Joe lived, you know. I didn't think he was going to because he was so hardcore an addict, but he got through it, and now he's sober. But he breaks my heart, his music. Oh. This is a heartbreaking song. Yeah. yeah. The sound. What's it, uh, what's it mean? I don't know. Robin. Oh. I can't even take, I can't even understand the words. Yeah, I told you. So much going on today. So much going on today. Hard to draw the line. Can't help going on this way. So hard just to find. Works for Joe too. He's got like that stuffed up nose, but it sounds so good. Told you. Yeah. Is this live on our show? It is. It is. Wow. How good he sounds even live. Oh my goodness. He's good. All right. Thanks. Oh, here's a dude who knows something. Rick, hi in Ohio. What's up? Hey, hey now, how you doing? Hey now, what's I just up? Wanted to let you know, I just wanted to let, yeah, I just wanted to let you know that Rosewood Bitters uh, was written by Michael Stanley. He's a uh, local Cleveland hero who passed away in March. He holds hmm. every attendance record at every venue in this city, and uh, he wrote that song about fifty years ago. Wow! Does he have any other good songs? He must. He has a lot of good songs. You should give him a listen sometime. But he's a, I'll he's check a, that out. a local hero. And he's Big in St. Louis, and it's a great song. He wrote that song in college, actually. So imagine I that. I did nothing in college. I wrote a paper on um, on uh, what Utopia would look like. That was my big. Instead of writing a good song, fucking loser, man. Yeah. Grab that paper. You could probably put it to music. You think? <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rick. Thanks for the information. Michael Stanley, everybody. Author of uh, Rosewood Bitters. But good for Joe doing that cover of it. Oh, boy. Here's Bobo. I hear he's freaking out. Since uh, we've been back, we haven't picked up on him, and he's having a hard time. I was going to say, we haven't talked to Bobo in a long time. Yeah, well, you know, it's just he thinks that I'm out to get him, but I'm not. I'm just... uh, we're doing a show. I mean, uh, I can't always pick up on There's a lot of people who call in. Hey, Bobo, what's up? I heard you were freaking out. Hey, now, Howard. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought you forgot about me. <laughs> I've been here on the board every day. Um, yeah, I know. With the same question, anyway, I see it. I see it here. No, I have uh, all kinds of questions, Howard. I have about 18 legal pads that I'm staring at. I'm stuff that I have to keep in my brain. 
But do you uh, think when I the guess. guy who invented the legal pad, you know, probably ostensibly for lawyers and you know, but do you think he invented it, imagining that one day Bobo would be the guy who called into the show and filled up endless legal pads with questions <laughs> nobody cares about? Do you think he'd be sorry uh, that he invented the legal pad? You really have eighteen legal pads with questions. Possible yeah. questions yeah, for the show. It. I took a picture. I, I sent it to them already, the show. I have wow. stuff all over the place. Because there's so many topics in my head. You know, I had the Kim Kardashian. I want to talk about SNL monologue. I thought it was so great. I think it was one of the best I've ever seen. Kudos to the writers over there, by the way. But I thought that was really impressive. You know, and I like How's I that a question, though? That. Why is he calling no, us no, about Saturday Night Live? Thought. I want my to get problem, My problem... With Bobo's questions, if I can just point this out again, and maybe this will help him to get on the air more. He'll he'll call up and go, um, "Hey, Howard, uh, Kim Kardashian was on Saturday Night Live, and I thought it was one of the best." <laughs> Your thoughts, you know, like, and then it's like, well, it's almost like saying to me, "Hey, Howard, you know, I'm going to throw out the name Kim Kardashian in Saturday Night Live, and then you can make something of it." You know what I mean? There, there's no real thought on his part. No, there is. Right. He just wants to bring I up a topic, it. basically. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed the sketches. I liked all of that. And I thought she was really spot on, you know? Well, here's my problem. And I and I wrote about Kim Kardashian in my last book. Um, And I do admire Kim Kardashian in the sense that She's had this long, illustrious career of making people interested in her life where, you know, you could poo-poo that and say, you know, what talent does she have? Uh, you know, well, the talent is people watch her and enjoy seeing her antics with her sisters. So I'm but not they also knocking that. want to be her. So, you know, everything she wears, everything she does, they want to do. Right. So there is some, I guess, talent in that, you know. Well, there's a charisma. I don't think it's talent. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'll go with that. And uh But I did at. watch Okay. And good to look at. And so Yeah. But she gets good blow jobs too. <laughs> oh hey Bobo puppet. Hi. <laughs> By the way, I've got nineteen more wiggle pads here with other ideas in case you're not crazy about the Kim Kardashian question. Or statement, or whatever it is that I'm saying. Okay, how right. Howard? Here we go. Howard, go sorry, yeah. Robin and Howard. Right. George Floyd killings. Your thoughts? Oh, <laughs> I thought the cops did a good job of killing George Floyd. What do you think? <laughs> they were spot on. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah really, the guy was really, actually really dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. The EMS people tried to interfere. Thank God they didn't. Right. Anyway, nine eleven, nine twelve, nine thirteen. Thoughts? Yeah. Your thoughts? What? By the way, what? Real Bobo? What? What is on that legal pad? Just read me. I'll I'll get back to Kim I'm Kardashian. Gonna, I'm gonna tell you stuff, and this will make. I put this together on Fred trivia game, and it's probably stuff you guys don't even know about. Are you aware that Fred has appeared in nine feature films? Could you name them? I don't even know how he had time to do nine feature films with the show. I, I don't even amazing. think. I don't think Fred could name him honestly. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think he could either. Your, yeah. thoughts. <laughs> Your thoughts? 
Your thoughts. Jeopardy Jeopardy hosts. Your thoughts. Right. Right. Yeah, it's that kind of question. Jeopardy, you know, like, okay, man, like, go riff on this for a while. But all right, I'll, I'll listen, Bobo hasn't been on Sig, in a while. Sigfried so. and Wo- Sigfried or Roy died recently. Your thoughts? No, seriously, yeah, Howard. But Trump I never impeachment, heard Fred your thoughts? Well, let Bobo talk. What? I never heard Fred, you know, bring up these films that he was in, Cruel Intentions, Two Tickets to Paradise, All in Time, Cold Hearts, The Masters, Two Ninjas, Danina's, I mean, Lulo on the Bridge. He was in a lot of stuff. All right, let's let's go with the kid. Yeah, Fred for a while was doing some film work, and uh, yeah, when we talked about that on the air a lot of times. Okay, okay. Let me go to another topic. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have left England. Your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, like he just ran down the filmography of Fred Norris. I mean, and what yeah. am I going to do with that? What do you well, really? Where do you want me to go with that, Bobo? Like, what do you want to know about? Well, that? no, I was. He, I came what up do you with want a to trivia know? game. Like, what radio station did Fred work at after WCC in Harvard? I had, like, three different ones. WCC. And I came up with, like, a trivia game. <laughs> yeah, w- radio station WCC. Ooh, is there to that WCC. the only question on the trivia Your game, thoughts. Bobo? No, I have about seven of them I came up with. I think is I know the Fred answer to that. trivia? I know the Fred. 14 Weagle pads. I remember Fred after WCCC. I left to go to Detroit, and he got a job at a top forty station. And uh, yeah, was it WLZX? Was it WAQY? Was it yeah. WPVQ? It was wacky. WAQY. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, you're white. Well, okay, here's another topic. Bush invades a whack. Your thoughts? You could call up Bobo and Where say, I-, "I have a Fred trivia game." And then give us your questions instead of yeah. the... And what happened you know. to Kim Kardashian? I don't even think he wants to know what I thought of no, Kim Kardashian. No, he doesn't. He just wanted to say he liked it. Hmm. Howard, DDT just got banned. Your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> I like DDT. It, uh... Mm. You know, yeah. makes my he grass. He knows up. your answer to that question. That's yeah, the other yeah. thing. He'll call up with the. He already knows the answer, and he'll ask the question. Yeah, I can't Howard, stand when my lawn gets a little. Baby got kidnapped. Your thoughts? <laughs> I can't stand when my lawn gets a little bit brown. So, you know, <laughs> I really can't. I go to Beth. What is this? I'm paying the gardener, and my lawn looks like shit. She goes, "Really? Take it easy." I go, "I don't know." Get those bills and uh, come on! I should see. Yeah, I don't that think I should be seeing green. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I should be seeing any brown on that lawn. Should I? <laughs> I don't care. Um. Yeah, so getting back to Kim Kardashian, I did watch it, but I, I think mm-hmm. people are overly praising her on this because, you know, I think if she just walks and talks and reads off the cue cards, they get very impressed. Yeah, it's and, not like she's Steve Martin when he does. Yeah, I, I mean, or was she Alec really Baldwin? But they they praise her as if that's the caliber she reached. Yeah, You're I mean, white. there are people who like when I watch like, Alec Baldwin, for example, who does these incredible impressions, you know, and and or or does like a Canteen Boy sketch and just is funny, 
you're you're taken aback because you think of him as an actor, but all of a sudden you're like, oh my god, this guy's funny too. And uh, you know, Steve Martin obviously he'll come in and do those two brothers, and you're just cracking up. Hey, yeah, we are going to get American characters. girls. Yeah, yeah. I mean, was there really a great? I, I mean, and no offense. I mean, she did fine. I mean, I think any human being would be nervous getting live television. You know, getting a shot like that and not being a performer. Uh, so she did. She handled herself well in yeah, that. <laughs> Okay, I gotta go, Bobo. Wait, I have two more Come questions. On. Uh, moon, moon landing. Your thoughts? Right. I think it really happened. <laughs> Berwin Wall taken down. Your thoughts? Good idea. Uh, you know, I mean, we should all be one. I thought. Anything you fire at me, but yeah. So when Kim Kardashian reads off the teleprompter very well. It wasn't that I saw any great character or maybe she did an impression and would have blown me away or, you know, she just, she was serviceable in the way that I think most people could be serviceable. They could, you know, the writers yeah, wrote her totally some funny. written to her. She wasn't stepping out of anything. No. Everything had to do with something about her. Right. So. I have, an, I have another question. Davison, Howard, what did you think of the Pete Davidson sketch with, with her, with that Latin? It was pretty funny. I don't even remember it, honestly. Oh, my God, Bobo. Yeah. You're yeah, a real Kim Kardashian fan. <laughs> I have another thought. Uh, I think, Kim Kardashian I think we're... getting a vacuum cleaner up her ass or me getting in a vacuum cleaner up my ass. Your thoughts? I think Bobo's very taken with yeah. uh, Kim Kardashian. Oh, yeah. That's... Who wouldn't be? She's hot. All right. Okay, Bobo. Good, good, good talking to you. Way to go. Yeah. I still have something in my craw that's bothering me about Caitlyn Jenner. She has all, the, I know you talked about it so many times, but it's, she has all these resources and still has not feminized her voice. She sounds okay. like a dude. All right, Bobo, I got to go. All right, thank you. you. Right. Wait a minute. You got to listen. You got to watch Cassandra mm -hmm. James. That's somebody who transformed a transgender and right. she looked thank like you. a woman. Right. Okay, Bobo. Baseball. You almost look like a human being. Thank you. I, uh, oh, one there more thing. One, one word thing. there. Dan yeah. Dancing with the Stars. You don't mention The Miz. Oh, you know that God. guy loves you? He's a super fan of the show, The Miz. What do you think of him and Whitney? Uh, you know, there are certain people, when I watch Dancing with the Stars, because I have limited time, I fast forward through, and I didn't really know. I, I know, like, The Rock. I don't know WWE, so. I don't know some of these new people like The Miz, yeah. Yeah, and he and he he seems to be pretty much in his wrestling persona, but I so I, I I apologize, but I fast forward through him, so I don't even know what he's doing. I think yeah, the, he has the woman show Miz and Mrs. He's always dropping, hit him with the hind, Baba Booey. In fact, he was in bed with oh. his wife, and he was reading your book. How it's oh, if I had known that, I, if I had known that, I will now watch him a little more thoroughly. And uh, I think the woman he's dancing with is incredibly hot, though. I mean, Jesus, yeah. Some of those you got to see Mike's wife. Holy shit! Yeah, she's, she's Canadian. Shit. She's really hot. Yeah, yeah. Man. Mrs. Yeah. Wife is a is hot. Oh yeah, she was a WWE superstar. She's a, a Canadian model. He's on this show, Mrs. and Mrs. You got to watch it. All right, okay, Bobo. All right, thanks, pal. Yeah. All right, one, thanks, man. One one last question: Gilligan, Marianne, or Mrs. Howell? Your thoughts? 
<laughs> okay. I don't even know what that question is. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question because you got me stumped on that. <laughs> By that the way, you got to see the legal pack. The Bobo Puppet got a whole makeover. Like, um, what what is that set there, Bobo Puppet? What do you got there? Like, it's uh, are you in a car? You're in a car. <laughs> yeah, because I I always have to call for my car because I annoy the shit out of my wife, so she forces me to go outside. So it's either here or an alligator pit down by the uh, swamp. So this is, this, is, this is this is my new set right here. And the Thank Bobo you. puppet has all the new yeah. Bobo facial hair yeah. and the facial, the hat. facial hair, the cum stain underneath my whip. It's it's great, and in the wing. <laughs> And uh, my 913, 914, 915 uh, commemorative jackets, which is great. Yeah. Thank you. Is, Can is I be honest Bobo, with you? Is Bobo still there? Bobo, you still there? Yeah. Do you remember the game oh, yeah. we used to play uh, with your friend? It was a game called Side by Side where we'd sit on the couch and watch Three's Company and we would jerk each other off to see who came the fastest. <laughs> <laughs> and we would also fantasize that the other guy was Suzanne Summers. Your thoughts? You know what? I got to tell you something, Bobo Puppet. You are way more interesting than the real Bobo, honestly. Thank you. Your question's Bobo, are better, too. Bobo, the real Bobo, is the host of SNL. Your thoughts? <laughs> oh, I'd watch that. Hey, Bobo, how I, I did pretty well with yeah. the Fred trivia. You want to... Hit me up with some more, and then I'll hang up on you, because i got a lot to do. Yeah, to. okay. Uh, where in Connecticut was Fred born? Wyndham, Connecticut, Romantic, or Norwich? <laughs> Wait, say that your again? Thoughts. The way you garble where your, in your words. Where Connecticut was Fred born? Wyndham, Romantic, or Norwich? Wyndham, Romantic, or Norwich? Your thoughts. I don't even know what he said. By the way, Bobo, two of those answers are actually sort of correct. So you've yeah, given Fred is an correct. alien. He was born in two you've, places you've, at one time. You've given <laughs> two correct answers. It's Wyndham County and Willowmanic, Connecticut. So it's, it's Wyndham. Okay. Your thoughts. Well, that was a bad set of uh, qu uh, answers, right. Bobo. I love it. I, I mean, what? only Fred could have be born in two places at one time. <laughs> what was Fred's first feature film? All in Time? Oh, I got to get out of this. I have no. <laughs> I don't know. Thank you. Bobo. Right there. You Neither Bobo. do I. Got his, yeah. Jesus. Love that. I thought maybe he'd have some good Fred trivia, but he doesn't. Eighteen legal pads. Of questions. <laughs> of terrible questions. What do you think of this for a show idea? Like one day when we just have, you know, Bobo's our guest and he just rams through 18 pages of legal questions <laughs> and we just answer them. I would do that. Why not? Yeah, I mean, I think that could be. I, I don't know. I think that's a show. I think that's a show. I'm not sure. But the other thing is he does get stuck on things. Like he had that whole thing about Fred's feature films. Then it was like back to the feature films. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the feature films, I mean, who's going to know that? I mean, Fred had like little walk-on or something. This old moron calls the show Asking all his stupid questions Every time Howard picks up the phone The answer is hang up, bow. No way. 18 legal pads of questions for the show. That's a super fan, I got to say. Yeah, 18. I think 
like War and Peace was written on less paper than <laughs> <laughs> 18 legal pads. How many pages is that? Is that both know. sides? Wow. Legal pad. Let me see Tam Mom. Hey, Tam Mom, what are you up to? Hi, everybody. I'm just <laughs> calling in to wish everyone a wonderful day. And the nice. rest of the week, not a long phone call conversation. Just wanted to check in and say I miss you guys. And uh, actually just heading out to go get some Botox. Um, and wanted to give <laughs> a quick hello. That's all. That's beautiful. Oh, I mean. You. I got to tell you, you know, most women aren't too honest about their, you know, beauty regimen, especially if it includes Botox. But you're like, you know what? Hey, let me put it all out there. I'm getting a little Botox. I like that, Tam, Mom. Oh, thank you. But I just find it, again, I'm like in a rush. I'm going to a drive-thru. It's something new. It's really cool. A drive-thru um, bro- Botox center? Love that. Yeah. You know, nothing better than, <laughs> like, taking your face and sticking it out the window and just letting someone shoot some needles into it with some rat poison. <laughs> I got to tell you, I never thought I'd see the day. Kinda, what a great idea. Yeah, you know, I go to a McDonald's out here where I drive through, pick up my McDonald's and get a little shot of Botox right in my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> it's an awesome place. <laughs> so how's that work? Awesome. How far is it from your house? Uh, um, well, it's in Boca, so it's like about, I don't know, 15 minutes. And then, um, and- yeah, the doctor comes out, just like McDonald's, and just shoot your face um, because of COVID, wow. you know, um, they still they still have procedures. So you can actually right. drive through and get it. Like I'm always sometimes I'm in a rush. I have to go somewhere after that. But I wanted to get it done this morning. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. It's fun. It's the first time I'm doing it and uh, get it over so with how, in like five minutes. How long does it take? Oh, five minutes. Okay. So you go there, yeah. you roll down your window, the doctor comes out, shoots up your face in five minutes, and then you just roll off. And I, yeah, I roll away. You hand, yeah. you know, you, well, you prepay, you can hand the credit card. It doesn't matter. The doctor usually, you, you know, you do it up front prior, but you can, hmm. like, order and then go through. It, it is like a McDonald's, but uh, it's just so funny. It's something Lovely. new. It's, sure. it's wild. Sure. Why not? What, are you, could, getting, could... what are you getting the Botox shot into? I mean, what's going on? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I just, um, just, just, firm, just firming, you know, just like to be more firm, you know. The, like the, the forehead or I'm just wondering in your face, where's uh, the doctor going to um, shoot? By my, uh, what do you call it, chin area. Your chin? I don't know. I think it, you're it, gorgeous. I don't think you need it. It's an, up, it's an uplifter and then like a, like I have like a small... It, it just will go away in a minute. It's nothing dramatical. That's why it's so quick, too. I mean, See, it's okay. nothing dramatical, but it's a, it's a subtle. What's that? But Tam, Mom, remember when we went with you and you got that vampire facial where they injected blood into your oh, face that was and a stuff? Nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, but, but in this t- is but, legit but, Botox. Yeah, and you say right into your chin. Are you going for like more of like a Jay Leno look, like with the big chin? <laughs> oh no, 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 no! Just like, like a firmer. There's, it's called a firmer, right. and there's sealers. I'm just getting a What's sealer. What's wrong with your chin? And nothing. It, you know, just um, I don't know. I just feel I'm feeling a little bit of age lately. <laughs> right. So, so what's going on since your husband your chin will save you? 
do you think since your husband died, you're probably feeling like you want to get out there and date? So you're like doing some extra Botox and getting that look together? Um, no, I, everything I do, I do for myself. I don't, I, I don't do it for somebody else. I mean, I'll do something for somebody else all the time, but this is for me. This is like to get a date or something. Okay. Mamet was telling me that uh, you've been talking to some guy online and he's worried. He thinks you're getting catfished, but uh, let me, let me get Mamet in here. He can tell you what's going on. You know what I'm talking about, Tan okay. Mom? Yeah, um, yes, here we go. So I, I don't know if you remember, Howard, but earlier this spring I told you that Tam Mom was kind of FaceTiming with this guy who wouldn't really show his face, but they were, like, having phone sex over FaceTime, so, like, Tam Mom would sort of, like, you know, reveal herself. Because Tam Mom, you know, she's looking for love right now. Um, right. But then, you know, I, I kind of feel like you talked some sense into her that, it's not a good idea to be talking to this guy if he won't show his face or whatever. And it went away, and I'm, I just told her I'm worried about her because now she told me she, she is communicating with him again. Uh-oh. She's oh, smitten. this is the same guy. Yeah. No, is is that right, Patricia? I, I broke it all off. I broke it all off, and then it's like a whirlwind. He turned his whole attitude around. Um and he's like, so to translate, she said different. she said he used to only be about sex, like he only wanted to, you know, see her body and things like that. She says now he's a good guy and wants to get to know her as a person. Well, but well, does she wait see a second. his face? He, he Have you seen his, his face? Mom and dad, well, he's going to take me out to dinner. It's different from it's a bit. It's been a year, and then I cut, totally cut it off because I agreed with you guys, but but he did agree. To call Mamet. So things have changed. Hold on, I hadn't heard agree. that. Last update I heard is that he like refuses to well, talk to us. I only talked to, to you a couple of days ago. I didn't okay, call okay, you on okay. the phone. I just did this last night. I'm going to be a little protective. looking out for you. Yeah, I'm going to be a little protective here. Let me talk a little bit. I'm getting worried about this. You're telling me this dude, you get on uh, Zoom with him or whatever, and you guys FaceTime and. He won't show you his face, but you're showing him your face and your body and everything. And it's you being, trust. I'm going to interrupt you, Howard. You're being misconstrued. I saw his face from the get go. It's just, you know, um, he's all the way in Jersey. I'm in Florida. And the thing is, is that I always, except for the picture, I had seen his face. And I've been talking to him. It's like he changed. Like maybe he grew up. I don't know, but I don't deal with that nonsense anymore. Um, and we've, we're very compatible. Um, but when you guys said break up with him, I did. I listened to you, but I, yeah. I talked to him over the weekend. He started up, but I think he started up again a little bit. And then I'm like, I'm not going to do this again. Get upset. It's not worth it. But then he said he'll call Lamette. Yeah, this but is my so thing, what? Patricia. The guy so sent what? her a picture. He looks like the guy looks like Bradley Cooper. And right. but on FaceTime, it's always kind of from what I was told, it was always kind of like blurry or dark. And if you look like Bradley Cooper, I would just think the guy would have no problem just hopping on the phone with me real quick so I can just say, Oh yeah, this guy is who he says he is and everything is good. 
Tamla. And the guy hasn't even taken her to dinner. So far, I mean, for the last year, he's been refusing to do that. But I'm I'm glad to hear he said yes. So we'll get on that right away this afternoon. I don't know. I'm hearing all kind of. <laughs> Tell me about this. Someone told me around here. I forget who. Maybe it was you, Mehmet. That Tamam was hired as a brand ambassador for a diet company, and then Tamam ended up paying them four hundred bucks. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, well, but, oh, Patricia, no, no, no. you can. <laughs> go ahead Mom. go ahead oh, okay well i was gonna say no, i'm no, kind of worried I you're being out. pulled into some kind of pyramid scheme no 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 this is with my girlfriend tracy it's it's not a scheme uh, you looked it up on that right online um yeah it's just, i'm trying to buy more nutrition and so forth but i could sell the product so easily mm. just because of who i am and people want to buy it and it, it's not a big deal but the stuff i didn't receive all my package information on like all the drinks yet mm. but all um, right we'll i'm worried about you i hope you're oh boy you yeah i'm gonna sign my met to you and he's gonna check in and he's gonna start advising you that some yeah. stuff maybe you shouldn't be doing you know and exactly because I, I don't I, know I, that I, anybody really hired her as a brand ambassador <laughs> they sold her some well, products I never, said no, you could go sell I them. Said yeah. that. I, I, I said to sell the brand i never said yeah. i was gonna okay. be a brand ambassador all right. Here we go. Okay. It's all good. We're, we're just looking out for you, Patricia. <laughs> we're just looking out for you, honey. That's it. Yeah. Oh, I guess I we have to. I'll find have out you... about this uh, new scheme and and the boyfriend and and make sure everything's fine. Uh, yeah, Mamet, I'm, I'm you're going to be her conservator, like Britney Spears' okay. father, and you'll like uh, <laughs> you'll watch over her. Okay. Oh Got my it. God! If I see one more picture of that girl, I'm going to die. And and. Uh, and and listen, Tam, Mom. Even like yeah. going to a drive-through window to get your face shot up with Botox, like right. I would put a little more care into that. Oh, my friend did it. My girlfriend did it over here. That doesn't okay. matter. You've never had Botox before, you said. Oh no, I've come had on. Botox before. Oh come on! Oh, Rob. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do I know? <laughs> So have you have you fucked any guy have you fucked any guys since your husband died? No. No. No, not celibate. even close. Wow. Okay. No, she's hung she's up on the prime guy on though, the from what she's told me. What 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 Mamet? She's uh she's in the market from what she's told me though. Right. She's ready. No no dating? Have you dated? No, there's people calling, but they're liars, and I already know that off beat. And another thing I have to mention to everybody in the world is don't confirm a phone call on Facebook. When you confirm that, when people say, oh, I request to uh, talk to you or something like that, and you hit confirm, I had so many lunatics call me in the middle of the night saying, I'm going to kill myself unless I go out with you. And I said, go kill yourself. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. So I block them, on? block them, block them. Yes. Yeah, don't don't hit confirm. Biggest thing I have to give all women or whatever anyone information. When you hit that button, forget about it. There's a guy on the phone, Tam Mom, real quick before you go get your Botox. He says he wants to hire oh, you to be his brand, uh, the face of the uh, brand. He wants you to be the brand ambassador. Yes, sir. Hi, my name is Dean Smith. I'm the president of Lifestyle America, and we would love to use Patricia. For all of our brands, Patricia, are, are you interested? Oh, I, I, I'm always up to do anything. 
Oh my God! Fantastic. Okay. You'd have to go through Howard. Yeah, uh, uh, let me discuss with you how much, how, uh, uh, Dean. Uh, how much is it going to cost her? <laughs> it's going to cost her about. Well, first of all, we're going to fly her around the world. We just need her to send me five thousand dollars for all the airfare oh. tickets, first class. We also yeah. want to move her in. That's a scam. You no, think? I don't know, but it's, it's worth it though. If you get flown all over the world, and uh, he just needs five thousand to get things started. <laughs> How are we supposed to purchase the first class tickets? Listen, this is a great opportunity for us. All right, all right, we get it. Okay, Tam, I'm go get your injections. Good to check in with you. Nice speaking with you. Okay. Okay, I love you all. Yeah, we love, love you. you too. That's right. Okay, bye guys. Bye. <laughs> Sheesh. Yeah. I love that she thinks he's blurry because he's in New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever FaceTime with people in Jersey? They're all blurry. Hey, he's, he's from Jersey, so I can't really see him. He's all the way in New Jersey, and I'm in Florida. <laughs> yeah, that was the best. <laughs> Sometimes I think that kind of logic, you're better off with it. Like, your life is just better. She's probably happier. Yeah. <laughs> Here's another tan mom fact. She's supposed to be on Jerry Springer's judge show, Judge Jerry, at some point this season. I'll have to ask oh, her about wow. that. Oh, wow. I wonder what her court case is. Yeah. It, it involves Adam Barda somehow, so. <laughs> oh, no. Is that relationship broken up? I don't know. I keep checking that website to see when it's going to air. I haven't seen it yet. God, we should have asked her about that. I'm Howard. fascinated. <laughs> yeah. I have a strange been feeling. partners for years. I have a strange feeling. Adam keeps emailing me, wanting to get, uh, wanting me to put Patricia on to talk about it. I have a strange feeling this is something that they've concocted to just get some press. Uh, that is what it feels like. Right. Yeah. Well, in all fairness to Tam, Mom, I don't think she concocts anything. I think, you know, <laughs> if anything's concocted, she needs Adam. He's the brains of the organization. Oh, I love it. That is great. Hey, so. Uh, the fans have... Oh, I see. Okay. Let me take a little break. I'll come back. The fans have written us. We'll definitely get to that. I'm glad you're taking a break because that was like too much information. <laughs> yeah, I know. My head's exploding. <laughs> um, Hey, I got a couple of things. I was going to do a little... Uh, here. Mm, trying to decide what I want to do here, but uh, I wanted to tell you about uh, Pat Robertson is uh, retiring from that TV oh, show really? of his finally. <laughs> He's like 91 years old. Uh, and I was going to do a little, let's call it a tribute to Pat Robertson and all the fucking insanity over the years. I thought he would die in that chair. I'm still yeah, me too. He's mm. retiring. It proves there's no karma. I mean, like all the shit that guy's put out in the world and man, nobody, you know, he's not, he's doing fine. He's having a good life. Um, I still haven't done the Long Island medium. I do have, um, and, and I still haven't told you about uh, Debbie the Cum Lady and Jeff the Vomit Guy. Right, yeah. All right, let me let me take a break, and then I'll regroup, and uh, we can talk about so much, Robin. We've got a very big show today. It is Cocktober. We had a big Cocktober event. Got ruined by Sal, but uh, we're on it. We're going we're gonna to try some <laughs> other ones. I was just thinking about what Tan Mom said. That Well, she didn't say it, but we were saying that she might go on the Judge Jerry show. Jerry Springer has a judge show, and I just... I was thinking during the commercial break like fuck that i mean at least on tv you used to have to be like some you must have something to do with being a judge like judge judy shinelin i think was a legit judge you know like judge yeah, janine pierro court judge or something 
Yeah, they were all judges. Like Judge, remember the first guy who used to do those Judge, judge shows? Yeah. Judge Wapner. The big Wapner. He was a judge. <laughs> I don't know. Jerry Springer gets it. You know, I, to be totally transparent, one of these syndication companies called me years ago. They wanted me to be Judge Howard. <laughs> they go like, you're really good on the air. We think you should have a judge show. And, you know, the first thing I said to the dude was, well, I said it to my agent, but but uh, I said, wait a second. Don't you need to have some kind of law background? He goes, evidently not. I go, really? I said, I'll tell you the truth. If I do a judge show, and I entertained it, and I'll tell you why I entertained it for a while. I read in the paper, Judge Judy Shineland makes $96 million a year doing that dumb show. That's like right. He's a high-paid one, yeah. Yeah, $96 million bucks for that gig? I mean... She doesn't even have to write anything. She just sits there. She walks in and she kind of does her judging, you know? And I'm like, fuck, that sounds easier than America's Got Talent. And yeah, 96. It's like one of those game shows where she can do like a hundred shows in a day. Yeah. I mean, how hard is that job? <laughs> you know, like you turn to these people and go, okay, okay, you idiot. Tell me what happened. All right, stupid. And then you make your decision and everybody walks out happy anyway, because evidently on these judge shows, they pay everyone. In other right. words, there's no real damages. So uh, I said, like, I said, I think my angle would be I'd walk in with the full outfit, like like um, the old kind of school, old school judge with the big wig. Like a, <laughs> like a British like a, judge. They still like a British judge, yeah. Wigs, yeah, yeah like a powdered, powdered <laughs> wig and robes. <laughs> you know, and that would be my thing. But, you know, I just thought it would be so fucking stupid, so... You know, here, they have one show called Hot Bench. It's multiple judges, like the Supreme Court of TV judge shows. You know, these shows are so popular. And these popular people have that, really stupid problems, yeah. and they got three yeah. judges. Yeah, so anyone can be in. a judge. Here, look, Judge Wapner served for 20 years on California Municipal and Superior Court before doing the People's Court. He was 97 when he died in 2017. I can respect that, at least. Uh, I'm not going to besmirch the name of judging shows by putting myself on one. Jerry Springer's no judge. But whatever. But he's been to court a lot. Maybe that's why they. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, hey, you've you've been in enough bizarre be cases. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jerry's been in the most bizarre bullshit. Like you know. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go to Jerry fucking Springer for like. But why do they love Jerry so much? They keep giving him these shows. You know what it is. It's like weird because he, he's an older man and he looks legit. He's got a nice haircut. Like I look like a douchebag. You know, I got, I might look like I'm out of my mind with the big hair and everything. <laughs> like, like Jerry Springer looks like a guy who he looks he might know yeah. something. <laughs> I mean, he was even the mayor of like Cincinnati or something. I mean, he looks like a legit guy. So it works. But, but I mean, you know. he did that, that stupid show where everybody fought every afternoon. No. For years and years and years, and that's still in reruns because that doesn't even have to be current. They're they're what they're fighting about has nothing to do with what year it is. No, and so they keep rerunning it, and then they said, "Okay, Jerry, we don't want you to do that show anymore. We have enough of those. Let's make you a judge." Yeah, and what's weird about it is even the original Jerry Springer show worked because you were like, "That show is so low rent." <laughs> we can't believe we got a guy who was actually the mayor of Cincinnati and looks like a mayor, you know, to, you know, he looks like right. a guy who could be president of the United States. So it works for him. 
<laughs> he's hosting like two idiots hitting themselves over with a club and beating up some woman and you know like all that kind of weird shit so it, it works you know but i don't know i i even i had a sense of guilt taking a judge show i almost did it for the money but <laughs> i would have felt stupid yeah, and then in the original Jerry Springer show, too, the worst part of the original Jerry Springer show was when he, I guess the guy felt so fucking bad about what he was doing. At the end, he would give a motivational final thought. He'd go, okay, and now I think we've learned something. Here's my final thought. And then he would lecture the audience, and it's like, dude, we didn't tune in for the Jerry Springer lecture. And they eventually did away with that. They were just like, fuck that. Right, it was so yeah. short. I mean, they only gave him a minute to say a sentence. Because yeah. they were like, no, we want to get back to the fighting. <laughs> well, these syndication companies do tons of research, and I think they figured out that, like, the ratings drop off as soon as Jerry goes. And a final thought, you know, <laughs> uh, let's turn off our TV. Jerry's going to lecture us on the on the idiotic behavior we just saw. You know. And I always would sit there and go, you know, how about this for a final thought? Don't write a check to a hooker. <laughs> Ed Koch, or Mayor Ed Koch, great mayor, appointed Judge Judy, and she was profiled for her hard-hitting courtroom tactics on 60 Minutes before she got her show. So that's how they found her. One thing leads to another. So I'm sure most of these judges, it's such a shitty job that they're, they're sitting there waiting to get tapped by TV. They're like, oh, fuck. Oh, man, at least, you know, Maybe eventually I'll be like Judge Judy and get a, a fucking TV show. And then, boom, all of a sudden they figure out, we don't even need a real judge. We'll get Jerry Springer. That's right. Anybody can do yeah. this. If I'm a judge, I'm like, oh, my God, you're kidding me. Now you don't even need to have a law degree to be a judge on TV. See what I mean? Standards are going down. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You know, hey, there's one other thing I got to mention. I mean, there's about 20 million things I got to mention, but this... uh these radio conservative, you know, the conservative radio hosts, about five of them have dropped dead from COVID because they, they all decided, I guess they're all out of material. So they, they got into, I mean, I don't know when, I remember why, you know, listening to Bob Grant as a kid who was a conservative radio talk show host. And I loved him because he made so much sense. He just had common sense. But the conservatives today get on the radio and they're like, Hey, don't get that vaccine. Don't, don't, uh, you know, like, like the earth is flat. Hey, Trump won the election. You know, it's fucking crazy. Oh, yesterday, time. I heard that there's some town. I gotta, you guys gotta look it up. There's a town that turn wants to present alternative facts about the Holocaust in schools when they're talk, yeah. talking about history. They want to tell people yeah. that the Holocaust didn't happen. And then, they, like these conservatives will be like, "Yeah, let's get behind that crazy fucking idea." I mean, it's really weird. I don't, I don't listen to conservative radio, but five of them have dropped dead. I'm talking about hardcore right wing nut jobs. Well, you know, I'm glad. And, uh, <laughs> but there's this guy. I just I'm wanted to make you aware. Dead. I got a little report here for you. This is a guy, conservative radio host. Again, I never heard of this guy, but and I asked my guys, "Is this guy a popular guy?" And they go, "You know what? He's like second tier. He's not like a Sean Hannity oh, or okay. a Rush Limbaugh with that many stations, but he's got a considerable following. His name is Dennis Prager." Oh, I heard of and him. He's very proud of him. If uh, JD looked on his website and it says he's a Renaissance man, that's his thing. Yeah, he's, he's a Renaissance man. He's back to the Renaissance now. Well, let me say this about being a Renaissance man. Back in the Renaissance, that was kind of a cool idea. But you're not in the Renaissance. You're, you know. 
You're not a re- well. Anyway, he's like living in the Renaissance. He decided that he's a 73 year old dude. He's unvaccinated, and he said, "Look, man, I'm not getting that vaccination. I wanna, I want natural immunity." I got tape on this, by the way. I want natural immunity to the vaccine. I mean, natural immunity to the to the COVID. To the COVID, yeah. Yeah. So he wanted to make sure he came down with COVID. Listen to this fucking guy. And by the way, he sounds he like He went hell. out to get it, huh? Yeah, and he got it. Now he's, he's 73, he's unvaccinated, but... You know, listen to I this have guy. done what a person should do if one is not going to get vaccinated. It is infinitely preferable to have natural immunity than vaccine immunity. <laughs> yeah. And Try that with polio, too. That oh, is what right. I hoped for the entire time. Hence, I so uh, engaged with strangers, constantly hugging them, taking photos with them, knowing that I was in, in, making myself very susceptible to getting covid which is indeed, as bizarre as it sounded, what I wanted in the hope that I would achieve natural immunity and be taken care of by therapeutics. So here's the weird thing. Number one, the last thing he said makes no sense. He wants to be taken care of. He, he's going to take medicine, but just not the medicine they recommend you take. It's crazy time. How do you listen to this dude and take him seriously? Unless you just, it's like listening to a, uh, like someone in the insane asylum. Uh, yeah, you know, I, what I did is I went out and got COVID. I don't want to take that nasty vaccine, but I'm going to take every other therapeutic they've invented for COVID. Why? Why is one good? Well, why are multiple ones good that they t- their t- scientists are telling you it's not a great idea? You know, natural immunity is great if you don't die from COVID. You just might die. That's the problem. Our bodies are in a war, and we're not equipped to fight this COVID. That's why all this nonsense is going on. What I mean, what is this guy, nuts? He got everything in his body, too, according to him, except for the vaccine. It's uh, unbelievable. Yeah, I, I think I really regret calling Kylie Irving the top, or whatever his name is, Kyrie Irving, the, Kyrie. the top idiot. I announced that he was the top idiot in the country. I think I was wrong. Uh, I'm taking his title away. He's he's lower down on the list. But I thought it was funny because you didn't say yesterday why he wasn't taking the vaccine. Why wasn't he? He doesn't want to be told to take the vaccine. Oh, (laughs) by the man. (laughs) He's a trip, that guy. Maybe he is the top fucking idiot in the country. And he will be sitting home getting $17 million. Oh, they're not taking all of his salary away. Somehow he might be an idiot, but his agent or lawyer is not. Well, I'll tell you what. If I spent my whole life practicing basketball, putting that fucking ball through the hoop, and I finally reached the NBA, which is the odds of you reaching the NBA are almost a billion to one. There's lots of kids out there who would love to be in the NBA. Uh, man, I I would take my youth and use it to play basketball, and I'd get that fucking vaccine. But you don't think would. he he recognizes that he has a limited time to play? He thinks he'll no. this will be happening for the rest of his life. Yeah, he'll just sit it out till he's eighty five, and then he'll get back in the NBA. <laughs> he'll keep practicing at home. 
This guy Prager's a trip, though. His bad advice doesn't stop at COVID. He also advocates, uh, he, when he goes to a restaurant, he likes his utensils to fall on the floor, and then he likes to eat with them. Are you serious? Yeah. Because, you know, I guess he doesn't get the idea that, like, the reason we asked for a new fork or something is because, you know, some slob was just fucking there, you know, all day. And probably, people are you know, trampling through the place in their shoes that they wear outside and everywhere else they go all day long. He likes it. <laughs> if I am at a restaurant and my my fork, or by the my- way, you hear how you hear how different his voice sounds with the COVID. He's like sick now, now he's, huh? Yeah, well, that that first clip was him being sick. Oh, okay, I guess. Yeah, I fall. Well, he said he was going to I go out and up. do what he should. He was going to go up get the COVID. You- yeah. If I am at a restaurant and my my fork or knife falls. I pick it up and use it. Good. They rush over to give me a new one like I am flirting with death if I if I take the fork from the floor. And and my view is there's no reason yeah. to come over. The fork fell on the floor. Mm. What did it pick up? Diphtheria? No, maybe like some dog get, shit, asshole. Uh, uh, pancreatic cancer? From from a fork that fell? That's nothing. Do you know what I do, Robin? When I go to a restaurant and my food falls on the floor, I just eat it off the floor. And they come running over in a panic. You don't even, you don't even put it back in your plate. You get down on the no. floor and eat it. Absolutely. I get on all fours and I just stick my face and my tongue down into that food and I eat it right off the floor. I do. I, I prefer it that way. And they come, and you you would laugh. They come racing over, Mister Stern. Can I pick up your foot now? Like like I'm going to die from that. Last year, Dennis complained about the left taking away the ability to say the N word. Hmm. He's all upset about it. You mentioned that President Truman used to use the N word all the time, mm-hmm. and then- that's why we should stick with it. I mean, if President Truman used it, well, it's a, it's a tradition. Hey, he was president. Two seconds later, you followed it up with the word kike. Mm -hmm. So why didn't I say K-word? Why didn't you say like the K-word? Because because the left has made it impossible to say the N-word any longer. (laughs) That's disgusting. It's a farce. It's the only word that you can't say in the English language. That's that's a purpose. Why is it okay to say the K-word? Because the left doesn't give a damn about that word. They, cool. they, because that, that's why. Oh, good. The left runs the country in the culture. It is idiotic that you cannot say the N word. Idiotic. Of course, you should never call anybody the N word. That's despicable. Oh, of course. But to say the word, to, you can't even say that the word is despicable. So say it. You have to say the N word. Maybe, maybe it isn't the left. Maybe some people just kind of feel like it offends black people so much that maybe we just being sensitive like, you know what put these guys with the left no they're always of, stopped from doing something you know yeah. uh you know if you say happy holidays you've killed christmas you know right. like nobody was trying to kill christmas we're just trying to observe everybody's holiday no you can't even kill christmas if you want to i've been trying for years <laughs> but they're always under attack for words Ladies and gentlemen, I had huge plans today to say the N-word, but the left has made it impossible for me to use it. I, 
is very excited about it. Now, how do you listen to these guys and take it seriously? I mean, but for some reason, I saw that Mel Gibson just got cast. I, I can't believe they're going to ruin the John Wick movies for me. Mel, I love John Wick. I He's love in those fucking movies. John Wick movie. Mel Gibson, listen to this, has been cast in a John Wick prequel series. The Continental. Oh, it's a prequel. It won't be with Keanu. No, but I would still watch it, but Mel Gibson's going to... Fuck Mel Gibson. No, what the not fucking Mel Gibson. That's what somebody said here yeah. too long ago. Mel Gibson said all those things, and he's still getting hired. Yeah, how did he not get canceled? He did some really bad shit. I mean... I mean, if you if you want a reminder, I, I could give you a little bit of a lesson. I mean, well, maybe somebody needs to be reminded. Two thousand six, old Mel said a cop had to arrest him for a DUI, which again, you know, that's fucked up in itself. He's driving around, you know, getting DUIs, and he said, "Fucking Jews! The Jews are responsible for all the war, wars in the world. Are you a Jew?" And then and then and then they dug up more tape in two thousand ten when Mel was screaming at his girlfriend and using the N word like a. Evidently, the left hasn't interrupted his use of the N-word. It was both, um, uh, you know, girlfriend abuse and he and the, <laughs> the blacks got thrown in as an extra. I guarantee if we play that again, we could find even more. Like like girlfriend <laughs> abuse, the N-word, and maybe we could even figure out a few more things he did wrong. Really? You go around sashaying around in your tight clothes. I don't work around in tight clothes. I stay at home for most of the time. public and it's a fucking embarrassment to me. You look like a fucking bitch on heat. And if you get raped by a pack of niggers, it'll be your fault. All right? Because you provoked it. Yeah, yeah white people don't rape. If she gets raped, it'll be by a pack of niggers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you if we played it, you could find more shit that's wrong with it. Yeesh. He's working. He's doing just fine. I don't want him involved with John Wick, though, because I love John Wick. Well, I'm just not going to watch them. I mean, we have to protest. Well, if you're going to hire someone for anything John Wick, can you you hire people who hide their anti-Semitism, like the good (laughs) old-fashioned way? Can you? Yes, no. Hire beautiful people like Keanu Reeves. Not, you know, don't reward Mel Gibson. Oh, here's an, an exclusive clip from the show. Here's Mel in a dramatic confrontation from the new show. Exciting. Oh, really? <laughs> you make me want to smoke. You fuck my day up. You care about yourself. You're so when selfish. I have been so fucking good to you, you fucking I didn't do me. anything. I did not do anything. That's all. You know what? You're gonna answer one day, boy. You're gonna answer. What? What? What are you Nothing. Nothing. I'm not the one to threaten. I'm threatening. I'll put you in a fucking rose garden, you cunt. You understand that? Because I'm capable of it. You understand that? What happened to me too? I got to admit, I really yeah. Oh fuck that. Nothing touches Mel Gibson. I love that uh, he uh, he goes. You should just shut up and blow me. Because I deserve it. Right. I'm a good that, guy. I deserve uh, it. Yeah. I deserve a nice blowjob. I, I will put you in a rose garden. 
<laughs> what does that mean? Oh, like, uh, oh, I like think under the roses, you'll be nice. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, she sounds hot. She's running around in outfits, torturing Mel. I'm embarrassed. What does she look like? A whore. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I made Braveheart blow me. <laughs> uh, guy did make some great movies, though. Gotta he say. did for a while. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's Can't what kills me about now. all of it. Yeah, I want to be on his team, but it's hard. He's, he's making it hard. I was making it hard. I was Team Mel Gibson until now. Damn right. That's right, Robin. I did four <laughs> lethal weapons. Now come over here and blow me. I deserve it. <laughs> I watched. It. I was there for every one of them. You sure were, and so was I. So was I. Yes. Lethal weapon four. I want a blowjob. I'm Mad Max, god damn it. Blow me. Yeah. Blow me, blow me, blow me. I deserve it. I was the road warrior. Lick my taint. <laughs> and he worked with a lot of black people. I wonder how he kept together while he was with Tina Turner and Danny Glover and all those people. They tried to rape my girlfriend. <laughs> Danny Glover, yeah. his pack of niggers will rape you. Yeah. Get on your knees and blow Braveheart, you cunt. Hey now. You fucking cunt. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why this isn't as bad as as being Harvey Weinstein. I really don't. Well, Harvey was raping people. Well, this guy's sort of saying he wants to rape people. Get down on your knees and blow me just because I want it. Yeah, well, that's one step below, you know. <laughs> You can still work. <laughs> blow me. He gets so fucking worked up. Blow He even says, blow me. Like, blow blow me. me. It's almost not, almost sounds like baloney. 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 Salami. Would you like Fucking mayonnaise awesome. with that, sir? Uh, um, what type of sandwich would you like? Bologna. Bologna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He gets worked up, that dude. I got to tell you, I've never had that kind of passion. Well, he's a Karen, but he's a guy. He's a male Karen. <laughs> You get on your knees. Get on your knees and bologna with cheese. <laughs> Pastrami. Um, hey, Mel. Mel, I think pastrami is better than... What do you think is better than pastrami? <laughs> bologna? Are you kidding? I think salami. What about salami? <laughs> Big fan of bologna. Yeah, he loves bologna. <laughs> yeah. 
Dr. Bambi is on the phone. What up, Dr. Bambi? Hey, Howard. Hi, Robin. How are you? Hi. Can I just say something to you, Dr. B- uh, Bambi? Baloney. Yeah. <laughs> Baloney. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was calling. I know you kind of moved a little bit on from COVID, but let's just face it, we can't move on. Um, and I wanted to point out a few weeks ago when you had Wendy the slow adult on and her response to the vaccine and I think reminding people that if you have that stance when it comes to the vaccine, then you kind of sound like that. Um, And I deal with it every day in the office, trying to get people to get vaccinated. And I'm getting there, but I want to appreciate and and thank you for all that you do to try to get everybody going in the right direction because there's no no way else out of this. So, You're in uh, Wisconsin, Dr. Bambi. uh, What's going on in the hospitals out there? So I'm in a small rural hospital, and... We are at capacity. Um, majority are COVID. Majority are unvaccinated. And I have my significant other who is also in healthcare and does surgery. And so we're starting to see an impact that if you come in for your appendix, if you come in for something non-COVID, you're not going to be able to necessarily get all the care that you would typically get. Mm. Um, so we are spread thin. We have staff leaving by the day. Um, it's it's bad, and people who think it's not bad, I, I don't know what what universe they're living in. But it's yeah. It's when you say so you have working. staff, when you have staff leaving every day, does that mean um, they just they're fed up and they quit? Yeah, we you can't ask people to keep working twenty four hour shifts seven days a week to cover. You know, when you have patients coming in and they need care, and you don't have enough staff because. Between mandates for vaccines, which I don't necessarily agree that we should be mandating, but I don't know what else to do there. Um, I agree with you know, it. I agree have, with the mandate. Yeah. I, well, I agree with it, but it's also forcing people to quit if they don't agree. And, and now we're fuck them, fuck them, Doctor Bambi. I know. You know why? Because we can't get. We got to get rid of this thing, no. and uh, we've done it in the past. We have vaccine mandates. This is not something unusual. Oh, I, I know, and I agree, but I just, I, when I'm coming, you know, if I could have the opportunity to educate people and, and get them to do it because of... We don't have the time. They're idiots. They're, they're so dumb. No, Look at these radio hosts, I mean, who have influence. Yeah, I'm going to... Yeah. I mean, they're crazy. You, we don't have time for yeah. it. We don't have time for their moronic fucking attitude. It's just like, you know, it just yeah. forced them to do it. Why don't you like mandates? You, 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 you can't educate oh, no, people. I like, they're too I like stupid the mandates, to do the right it, thing. It's people leaving our facility because they don't like the mandates that's impacting. Them oh, I got there, you. Is I what got I'm saying. You. It's not. It's not that I don't. You know what I'm saying. I don't. It's not yeah. that I don't like the mandates. But I think the Could other thing imagine? that I, I. But they were mandated to take other vaccines. I know. Oh, they I don't know. want this one. The they don't like it. Hey, by the way, can and I ask you something, Doctor Bambi? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, by the way, uh, Doctor Bambi's called in before. She's a medical doctor, but it's so funny, like. Like when your parents named you Bambi, it's like they were, they probably wanted a stripper, not a medical doctor. They yeah, were probably they disappointed. Been medical I know. doctor, could they? Yeah, right? I, know. I mean, yes, I really let them down. Right. You went ahead so, and became a doctor. Their, their dream was you would be one of the greatest strippers of all time, you know? But yes, yes, <laughs> I know. That's what I know. the Dr. Bambi story brought to you by yeah. Howard Stern Productions. Yeah. Um, the book will be by the way. Soon. You um, 
Why the name Bambi? Was your was your mom killed by a hunter? Was there a really weird backstory, or uh, was there any no, kind of? Actually, they were just in love with that movie. My, what was it? My pseudo name for when I used to sing karaoke in residency, and I didn't want my patients to recognize me. Ah, gotcha, so, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. So, Doctor Bambi, um, what yeah. you're saying is COVID is crushing the Wisconsin hospital system. We know that uh, yep. the New York Times, which is of course the main a perpetrator of fake news reported 1,557 COVID deaths and 79, 348 COVID cases just yesterday in the U S even though we have a vaccine that could stop all this. So, and yeah. we're up to we're, 700 ramping up. Yeah. It's and, we're, and we're over we're, we're over 700,000 deaths from COVID and yet they won't take the vaccine. Yep. All right, Dr. Bambi, thanks for the update. Oh, you're, I have one, more, one more thing. I just, I just want, when you and Beth are questioning or wondering where you should go for your information, I just want to tell you where I go for mine that's up-to-date and succinct. And it's Dr. Gregory Poland out of Mayo, who is a vaccine expert and does a weekly like YouTube cast, and he kind of summarizes the vaccines that are coming out, the recommendations for masking and everything. Um, so I think that's a good resource. It's quick, and it's it's very up to date. So just that would be my only other suggestion when you're looking. I know Dr. Agus does a great job, but just if you're looking for information on the fly, that would be great. Give the guy's name again. And thank you. Dr. Gregory Poland, Poland, like the country. Right. And uh, an infectious and then, uh, disease expert. He's a vaccine uh, expert. Yes. Okay, great. And, he's, and uh, he's, he has great, great patience with questions. And just, I think he does a, marvelous job and thank you again both for supporting the medical staff and everything and all that you do because you yeah and what's he say this uh, doctor this dr poland what's he saying is he saying like hey we can go out and uh, comfortably mingle no, what is he saying until we until we all vaccinate and we all keep our masks on the problem is is that everybody hears that the numbers are going down or the cases are going down or oh i've had covid and i'm safe and so because of our lackadaisical attitude when it comes to the fact that we don't want to mask anymore then what happens is everybody takes their masks off and so now we're in these variant situations because of it and so he's saying between vaccines and masking there is a way out but you we have to keep vigilant and we're not doing that so yep the guys the guys i'm going to read this dude because uh, i'm looking for the information the real information and uh, I believe he's 100% right. Not that I know anything, but uh, we're never going to get out of this he? thing. I look at all the breakthrough cases. I was reading the other day about yep. a young dude just died from double yep. vaxxed. He died from COVID. Yep. So, yep. Yep. It's happening more. So just keep wearing your mask. Keep washing your hands. Keep the kids masked in schools for the love of God, please. And maybe we no, can I want to breathe free. Don't make me wear a mask. I want to breathe yeah. free. Oh, they're such idiots. All I right. Know, thanks, Dr. Bambi. It's anxiety provoking. Hey, thanks, guys, so much. Have a good day. By the way, oh, you sound very Dr. hot. Bambi. I'm very, I, I have fantasies about you, Dr. Bambi. <laughs> oh, God bless you. Am I out of my, am I, am I out of line or am I, am I onto something? Just am I onto yeah, some? You're good. You're, you're good. I'm right. You're good. You're hot, aren't you? I knew it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the, I'm not. Not the skinniest one that you'll know, but I, I work hard. So, what do you weigh? How dare you ask a doctor what she weighs? I know. I ask all doc before I go see a doctor. I say, "How much do you weigh?" <laughs> doctor Baby, am I out of line? Can I ask you what you weigh? Oh no, you're good. You're good. I'm one fifty. Mm. 
You're but nine feet tall. In the chest. No, I'm not. <laughs> oh, a lot of it. That's what I mean. <laughs> oh, so no. you're a D cup. Uh, that's why you weigh yeah, one. In other words, double. you're voluptuous. Oh. Ma- married or single? Married. Hmm. Unhappily, my, my husband's a big fan too. Yes. Oh, very much so. Unhappily married. Good for you. <laughs> no, no, very happily. <laughs> ah. Nice. All right, Dr. Baby. I won't get any more personal. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank All you, right. Dr. Baby. Later. Bye bye. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye bye. Was having that uh, doctor patient, patient fantasy. Fantasy. Yeah. yeah! I won't go uh, to female doctors, not because I don't think they're qualified. I don't want them to see my penis. Uh, I'm embarrassed. Rather a dude see it. But again, you're talking to this brilliant woman who has great information, and it always still goes to sex. Yeah. Like, you can't a, have I'm, a conversation with a woman that just has nothing to do with sex. I know. I think there's something wrong with me. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> I've got a real problem. I've got a real problem, Robin. Thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> Help me, Robin. Get no, the poison out of me. Keep talking about how you know everybody's looking for this supposed equality, and how That's do you true. get it, and how do you get there? This is what you're dealing with. Yeah, you're dealing yeah. with the male mind and testosterone. Yeah, I do and not they like people always veer off. I do not like people uh, like me. Uh, <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> Anyway, uh, I did want to uh, tell you uh, before the end of the show what some of the fans have written in. I think I got to. Uh, let's see. Oh, people were very charmed by Kate Beckinsale, as was I. Uh, f- fun conversation right there, and the audience seems to uh, really like them. Um, a lot of people questioning why our own Chris Wilding uh, you know, they they liked that I tried to set him up with yeah. uh, Janet, who was Kate Beckinsale's uh, assistant. Assistant, yeah. I think Janet sounds like a great partner for Chris to pursue. He's got enough cosita to go around. <laughs> yeah, I always thought Chris was this guy who, like, kind of, like, you know, he's a player. I didn't realize he's settling down. Why did well, you call uh, Chris? Again, they were looking for a, a special friend for Janet. They weren't looking for a, just a blowjob. Hmm. Why did you call Chris if he already had a boyfriend? And honestly, I forgot. I didn't. I figured you broke up with him already. <laughs> if you wanted a gay guy for Janet, you should have called Ralph. Well, Ralph says he's not gay. What am I going to do with Ralph? I don't think Ralph, Ralph would be good in a relationship anyway. Right. I'm going to be on that. <laughs> Kate Beckinsale is so smoking hot. She turned Howard into Apple's the caller. Howard is stalking her Instagram worse than Apple stalks Ronnie. There you go. Look at me. Hey, it's a beautiful woman. I looked at her Instagram. But coming on the show. What am I supposed to do? Ignore it. What was so funny was she kept pointing out all these jokes in the photographs that you were looking mm. at, and you missed every one. And then later after the show, John said, I looked at those pictures. I missed all the jokes, too. Yeah. I mean, there's no joke going on in those pictures. Uh, by the way, uh, speaking of our own Chris Wilding, a lot of um, lovely uh, email and texts. We released video of Chris doing his Blue Iris impression for Monday's show on the SiriusXM app. Uh, this is kind of fun. This is a side-by-side comparison, which we 
got into on the show. But I'll play it again. You know what I'm talking about. I want you to <laughs> ram your hard meat into my throbbing cunt. I, I want you to ram your hard meat into my throbbing cunt. Stop <laughs> <laughs> the hesitation. Just thinking. I want to tickle I, your prostate. I want to tickle your prostate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, I'm fingering my cunt. Oh, my God, I'm fingering my cunt. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Nothing more horrible than that. Uh, Howard, oh, my God, Chris Wilding doing his Blue Iris invitation during Sal's confessional was absolutely brilliant. Here are my favorite lines. I'm only 17 in dog years. <laughs> I was in Gummers 5 through 8. If you want to come with me to the grave. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Howard Chris is very quick-witted. Well done. Plus, the revelation that Blue Iris was only 62 when she died and probably only in her 50s when we thought she was ancient is mind-blowing. I agree. Yeah, that blew it my is, mind. It is, yeah. yeah. Some people do not age well. Uh, I just had to... <sighs> Chris, do you do that? That whole ah, 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 that's a good sound for you to master. Yeah, yeah, to incorporate. I should have done this for Janet the other day. I think he would have dug it. By the way, yeah. can I just say, I know, okay, now I know you had a boyfriend thing, but I thought you kind of, um, you lacked personality when you met Janet. I thought you were going to come on strong. Like you didn't even well, like. Well, uh, I was in an, yeah, listen, I was very flattered you did that. Like really way to look out for me. But I was in an awkward situation because I know this guy like reads the website and I but, just. But, but, but. You know, you're the one who always complains to yeah. me that your 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 disappointment in gay relationships is that they end rather suddenly. Yes. Although I disagree with you because I know many happy uh, gay couples, but also this guy that you're with lives in like yeah. a whole nother fucking universe. The guy's hardly ever in New York. I don't know. I I, I mean know. I don't see. That's why I was saying Janet I'm, might have been a good uh, catch. Well, yeah, but if you listen back, Janet is all over the place, too, with Kate Beckinsale. So it's not like I don't That's think true. Janet lived in New York. Plus, I don't know if I could date someone named Janet. <laughs> that is a little strange. <laughs> well, you don't have to Confusing. call it Janet. I mean, right. You know, yeah. That's his, that's his uh, cute little name. Stage name. Nom de plume. Well, like Elton John used to call Freddie Mercury Sharon, or I think Elton's name was, you know, they had like these names. That's fun. If I was yeah. gay, I'd have a, I'd have a like a girly name, you know, that yeah. only my gay friends could use. I'm thinking about like Beverly Holly. for me. <laughs> yeah, you'd be a Beverly. I'd be Holly. <laughs> Hi, Holly. Although, why? You know, I hate my H name. I would like to go with a whole. Like, I'd like to just be like, you know, Sandra. <laughs> Sandra. Yeah, Muriel. Like my cousin, my cousin Stacy. His real name was like Edward. You know what I mean? So, but he. He, See, he I don't, just, I just, don't get into that. Like, I want to be, like, I'm, I'm attracted to men. I want to be with a man. Yeah, I don't want to be with Sharon. You don't want to be with Janet, but 
What'd you think? Wow. I thought he, I thought he was the same look as you. Like he looked identical. He was very to you, cute. Dude. He was. Yeah. I was so shocked. I, I, you know, I don't get nervous really anymore coming on the air. But I, I mean, <laughs> that just blew my fucking mind. I didn't know what to think. I heard you're a little starstruck. I heard your new. Uh, I heard your new boyfriend was really nervous. He believed that I could force you to date Janet and break up with him. Is it, didn't he contact yeah, you? Yeah, he has that weird Latin kind of, you know, jealousy. And I I told him, I said, listen, this happened on the show today. Ha, ha, ha. You know, I said I had a boyfriend and he was like, I just scared. I just scared because I think this man, this Howard Stearns, he could make you do it. If he said, Chris, I need you to do it, I think he'll make you do it. I think you would do it. I said, no. If I wanted to do it, I wouldn't even say it. You would do it. How would I ever know? I go, you'd know if I was dating Kate Beckinsale's assistant. It would, it would get back to you. <laughs> How would I know? Because trust me, How, I'm going to broadcast it. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> I won't be with you anymore if I'm doing that. If you're blowing Kate Beckinsale's uh, assistant... I'm uh I'm I'm broadcasting that. Are you kidding? <laughs> I would too. Yeah. Are you I sure scared he's wow. a doctor? <laughs> he is. He is. I scared because I know Cosita is so nice that someone else is gonna love Cosita too. I guess right. maybe Cosita is not just for me. I get like he gets really like, you know, childish almost about it. Well, he's in love with you, man. So, really so you're is. exclusive. You, he's claiming he ain't he ain't boning any dudes, and you're not boning any dudes. I'm definitely not. Mm. I worry about him because you know he's a beautiful guy. His Instagram is just like his abs for days. I know. And I saw that shot of him. Has abs. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> I saw that whole that whole little bathing suit uh, display he put on. <sighs> and uh, I tell him this though: if he was my doctor, I don't want to see him in like a thong. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you're going to I know. for your doctor on the internet. Well, you see his, him in his bathing suit. Yeah, I right. don't have shots of Doctor Agus in his, uh, you know, in his trunk. Imagine, <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, handsome yeah, man. I but the, I, yeah, Doctor Agus doesn't call it a cosita either. I think, right? A little weird. <laughs> okay, here's my cosita. note: Elton John was Sharon. John Reed was, I don't know, John Reed. Who's John Reed? John Reed was Beryl. Mm. Beryl. Rod Stewart was Phyllis. And he's he's not even gay. Uh, longtime friend Tony King was Joy. Later on, Freddie Mercury became Melina. Yeah. If I was gay, I'd have like a little fun name. Really? With, with I my friends. Sure, I would. Did. No, it's fun. I don't. It's like you have your really? alter ego. And like, yeah, if I feel like being ultra femme, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. So he doesn't know so, either because he didn't grow up gay. He doesn't know how. Yeah, I don't know what he's talking. <laughs> I just I know what you're talking about. When I used to hear Freddie Mercury and Elton John would call each other girl names, I was like, "Hey, if I was gay, I'd have a girl name. I want to be." Yes, that but club. that's you growing up heterosexual, thinking about well, what you would be like if you were homosexual. Everything you just said is true, but that's it. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with you. So. You're right. I grew up heterosexual, and I said if I'm gay, I want to be. I want to want to be in that club. It's I want to have a girl. It's the usual name. heterosexual thought. What would my yeah. gay woman name be? That's yeah. right. Uh, yeah, I'm Barbara. I know that. I know I'm a Barbara. You look at me, and you see Barbara. That's it. Abs. <laughs> All right. Oh, see, John Reed was Elton John's uh, boyfriend slash manager at the time, and he gave him okay. name. Yeah. Fun. I want to be Boober. 
Yeah, <laughs> it's just a fun thing to do. I mean, uh, why not? Uber. So, all right. So, I to answer the listener's question, when I suggested that Chris, we we have like Kate Beckinsale's assistant and Chris hook up, I thought it would be kind of fun. And I know Chris is always on the prowl. So, but he's but he's like you. He's kind of a twink. We could you date a twink? Of course. No. Sure. He was no. Listen, he was physically. He was very cute. Mm-hmm. But you know what? The I last so. time you set me up, it didn't go so well. So nah, yeah, that, that was, was Andy, with Andy wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Andy, Andy's all Andy pumped up with himself. Let me trust. Trust me, this. If Andy wasn't the head of Bravo and and you know had his own fame, he'd be fucking you right now. <laughs> you know, he's just he's completely carried away. He, you know, oh, I know you're not good enough. He can afford to, you know, to be picky. Yeah. It's not even, not even oh, questionable. Man. Oh yeah, sweet. That could be oh, us. <laughs> When's the last time you saw your boyfriend? He came here uh, in September. Right. That's when he and put I'm... his dick in your ass, right? <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> yeah. He planted a flag. Yes. <laughs> he sure did. Yeah. It was like the moon landing. <laughs> Chris was like, "Gee, I'm not a bottom, I'm a top." And then all of a sudden, this fucking guy flipped him over, <laughs> stuck his dick in his ass, and he was like, "Whoa, yeah. I don't know what I am anymore." Yeah, I don't. Have know. you put your dick in his ass yet? He's that's the new thing he's asking for. He, mm. I, I want, I, oh my God, I need Cosita. I want to sit on Cosita. My God, my God. He wants to sit on it. Yeah, and he's, I mean, he's a, he's a big guy. He's, you know, musculature. I, I'm, I, right. I don't know if I want you to sit on it. <laughs> well, why don't you just let him get doggy style and then stick your dick in his ass? What, what's? Uh... I might. I'm, I, I have historically had issues with that because you got to be very hard a lot of these guys are very tight and you got to be very Fuck hard yeah. to get in there i know, you know? i've uh, i've attempted with some women you can't even get your dick in there it hurts you know what i mean yeah you get yeah it. i'm telling you man i've had and then i'm with some women who are totally cool with it and they just they grab your dick and stick it right in their own ass it's like it's like it's, not, it's like another day in the fucking park well <laughs> the condom doesn't make it easy but that's non-negotiable for me you know. I disagree. If you get a good lubed condom, condom, I think you get your dick in there. I don't know. You know? For me, it's it's the putting the condom on that that mm. that's when I lose the momentum. But I how about I, shooting? I do how it, about uh, you know? how about shooting some lube up this dude's ass and then trying it? Well, it of course in. I shoot lube. I'm not you know I'm not a maniac. So have you tried but, it yet with a condom well, on? No. Have you tried? No, we're still trying to figure out the logistics of putting it putting it up my ass because I'm new to it. So we actually start. We actually started One. something where I said, uh, "I said, hey, like, well, like, what if, like, you just did like, uh, like un un poquito, which means like just the tip, a little." So yeah. he, so he goes, "Oh, un poquito, sí, sí." So it became this whole thing where he would just sort of edge his dick in my ass, but it was, yeah. hey, you know what I want to do. And he'd get this like look of lust, like un oh, poquito, hey. my Sounds god, like a, like a serial <laughs> my <color>. god. <laughs> wow, now he's Frito Bandito. This is <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, he's so let's cute. go eat. Let's go eat some fritos. <laughs> but I don't know. It was something about this poquito <laughs> deal. Like he would pull out and fire wildly at me at the bed. It was hitting the headboard. It was. 
hitting the bookshelf behind me. I mean, I've never <laughs> seen a guy come like he, he would start shaking like he was being. Oh, go, my God, my whole body, my God, my God. <laughs> wow. You're turning them on, man, you little minx. He, yeah, he'd say, you wow. made me crazy. Do make me crazy, my God, my and then, like, even the next day, he'd be, you know, we'd be out. We'd, we'd, ha we did a picnic in Central Park, and he was like, my God, this morning, Cosita was so big, like a banana. He was angry, the veins on Cosita. Oh, and he started getting, like, like hot, like, my God. The veins <laughs> on your Cosita? The, the veins on your Cosita or the yeah, veins always, on his Cosita? He always, no, the veins on, he's obsessed with my Cosita. The veins on my Cosita, the, he goes, the big pink head, the veins. And then sometimes if I send him a picture and there's like my fingers are in it, he'll go, look at you. He'll go, teeny finger, huge cock, my God, my God. <laughs> like at all, it's a weird thing. Fuck at all yeah, man. <laughs> Jesus Fuck Christ, yeah. he's in love. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go, go see it. him in, um, in Panama. Goes, oh, no when, shit. When are You're you go going? I'm going to time it two weeks after my booster when I'm in prime anti-COVID <laughs> mode. But, uh, dude, so, uh, I thought you were, like, you know, fucking nervous with the COVID. But, boy. I am extremely you, nervous. But you but need this guy, huh? I'm going to get that. I'm gonna. I'm not even going to get the half Moderna. I'm going to finagle the full Moderna. And I'm going to be <laughs> the COVID kid. And, I, and I'm going to go. I'm going to be Captain COVID. Captain Antibodies, and I'm going to go... Why did you call him uh, Colombian when he's from a so, different country? I was trying to just sort of, like, protect his identity, which oh, I stand okay. by. I, I don't, you know, but he... Our website put out a very graphic rundown of the last time I was on the show, and he read it, mm. and he called me. He was pissed, and I thought he was pissed because I had talked about our sex life. He goes, I don't give a shit about that. He goes, you say I Colombian? I fucking Colombia? I know from Colombia. I from Panama. Colombia, no being part of Panama 100 years. I got a whole like economic wow. socio, you know. Oh yeah, I got, a, I got my, who is the fucking Colombia? That's not me. Who is it? Who are you fucking from Colombia? I go, dude, <laughs> it's you. I'm trying to dude. help you out. Dude, you're like it. a, you're like a Lucy and Ricky. I mean, that's your theme song. I love Cosita. <laughs> I got a couple of notes the guys took for me when they, you were bragging about this. Uh, here, here's a couple of things brag. I found out. Here's some what? things I found out about you and your boyfriend. <laughs> oh, boy. Robin will like this. You two dudes filled a garbage can with dish, jizz tissues just from one weekend. <laughs> what? He sent, I... Yeah, he sent us a picture of the garbage can. He, they, these guys came so much. How many times in a weekend? Well, it was come? mostly him. It was mostly right. he. Well, he wants it morning, noon, and night. But then when we started this poquito business, I mean, it was like poquito, but it, the jizz was mucho. I mean, I've never <laughs> seen someone. It was like an elephant. What Whoa! is he? Um... <laughs> <laughs> does he scare you with those noises or are you like i mean uh, no i'm into it at the time my poor neighbors but i'm into yeah. it yeah but uh i mean to be so loved you haven't been loved like this in a long time no, so it's nice no yeah. it is I mean, very, this guy, very nice this guy wants you man he's uh, gonna pop the question i'm telling you right now yeah, dude. you better be you well i think i have to pop on. the question 
I have yeah. a question to him to get him over here now. He's going to put that ring on it. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm going to put a ring on Cosita. Yeah. Sometimes I say to him, I go, wait a minute. I go, like, you like me, right? Like, it's not just Cosita. Like, oh, no, I love you. You're beautiful. But Cosita, my God. Was <laughs> your dick that unbelievable? I mean. No, I don't know. I mean, I don't I think it's I'm white. I think it's like a white penis. Like, right. What is he, dark? Oh, he's, he's kind of a... Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, you know, darker for sure. Deep swarthy. Latin, yes. He's swarthy. He's swarthy, Robin. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, here's the other note wrong. I got. Yeah. <laughs> Chris and his boyfriend got a deluxe hotel suite and fucked everywhere. That's, you know, uh, that's why when true. I go to hotels, I'm, I, I never sit on the bed. I just don't. Well, we were out on the balcony. We were we used everything but the bed. The bed didn't get much action, but those don't use a couch in a hotel. That's for sure. Those are like blowjob couches. What about the bathtub? Well, in the hotel, not so much. But when we went to an Airbnb this summer, there was a huge shower, and he went nuts about it. Oh my god, the shower! Oh my god! And he looked down. He'd see like our feet, like my white foot and his brown foot. Go look at the feet, my guys. Oh my god! Look at the feet. This feels yeah. so sexy, my God. <laughs> 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 so what do you do out on the balcony? Do you guys blow each other out on the balcony? And well, the seat? Does that turn you on? No, no, that does not turn me on. We were just, we had like the, <laughs> the hotel had robes. So we yeah. put on robes and we're drinking like champagne and just like, you know. Yeah. Petting each other. We did no oh. no actual jerking or anything. No, you didn't jerk. You didn't jerk off on the balcony. I'm like, I uh, n- n- if I was gay, I'd no, jerk was- off on the balcony. <laughs> yeah, and your name would be Barbara. I know. And my name would be Barbara. <laughs> I know all about you. <laughs> yeah. By the you know, way, Den- so Dennis you Prager, the radio host, is listening. The conservative radio host. <laughs> this is why, um, if my fork falls on the ground. Uh, that's why I clean it. <laughs> yeah, especially in a hotel room. Yeah, Dennis Prager, I think, uh, books the room after Chris and his boyfriend oh, yeah. are in there, and then he goes, he let me drop my... Yeah, let me drop the silverware on the floor, and then I'll eat from it. Eat in the bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> Dennis Prager. <laughs> what a weirdo. Um, let's see, what other note did I get here? <laughs> God knows. Chris loves... Chris loves that his boyfriend talks about Chris's culo blanco, his white ass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. the other thing. Like, when he's talking to me, he starts all the Spanish stuff. I don't know half of what he's saying, but you pick up <laughs> patterns of words, and it's like, I don't know. And one of them was like, oh, culo blanco, oh, culo blanco, which means white ass. So it was like, oh, mi culo blanco, mi culo blanco, culo blanco. I'm like, okay. I should <laughs> well, use that At back. the time, it's hot. Culo blanco, huh? That's my porn name. I just know if I if I go if I get into bed with Beth and I go culo blanco, I just know she's gonna throw me right out. She'll be arrested. She'll be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" But each his own. I mean, I've tried some dirty talking stuff with Beth. It just doesn't fly. She's goes, "You're creeping me out." I go, "Okay, party over." I'm just gonna. I don't want to do anything that offends you. Um, well, yeah, he'll say shit, and I agree to it. I don't know what the hell I'm agreeing to. He could be saying I'm going right. to chop your head off. <laughs> I don't know. See, see, and I'm like, see, yeah, yeah. Has, uh, <laughs> has your boyfriend met Ralph yet? 
it's funny. Like Ralph knows about him and he knows about Ralph. And like sometimes if I'm out with Ralph, they'll like I'll send him a picture of Ralph and then he'll send a video back to Ralph. And of course, Ralph, within five minutes of, of interacting with the guy, goes, <laughs> tell him to take off his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and then this guy took off his shirt. So now they're like exchanging weird pictures. I don't know. It's strange. Does it make you uh, jealous or uncomfortable? No, no, but it's funny. Ralph and I are kind of in a weird place now, and I wonder if maybe Ralph's not a little jealous of the whole situation. Like, uh, in a very argumentative. What's weird, weird about it? I don't know. I got together with him a, a couple, like, last week, and he was just a real asshole when I got there, and I almost left. I was like, listen, dude, like, you know, I'm I'm here to hang out. Like, I don't want to fight. I'll leave. Wow. Oh, you're making a scene. You're making a scene. I'm like, we're not a couple. Like, what? Like, what is this? Hmm. Of course not. He's completely straight, so I don't even know why he would <laughs> be jealous. But he maybe he's just jealous. Of, email name. He's probably jealous of your time with the boyfriend now because you're not calling him as much. You know, that's probably maybe. It. I don't know. I think I don't know. He's just in a weird you know, place. I guess. That's a normal straight guy move. I, I've seen that before. But <laughs> yeah, when you fight, yeah. when you fight, yeah, when you fight with your gay friend, like a marriage story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like no, he got upset with you when you started dating Beth. Sure, right? Yeah, <laughs> oh. he actually did. He actually did. <laughs> I'm sure, he did. He accused me of stealing Beth from him. Uh. <laughs> Ralph's a trip, man. He he invited me to this dinner party. I go to the dinner party. I see this beautiful blonde sitting there. I, I strike up some conversation. He's sitting next to her. And then the next day, a couple of days later, he says to me, hey, you know, not for nothing. I'm glad you hooked up with Beth and blah, 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 blah. But, you know, I was sitting there working that situation. And you kind of uh, stole her away. And I went, first of all, she, again, like a lot of people, she thought Ralph was gay. And I explained to her right. that he's straight. Yeah. <laughs> She said, I thought I was talking to like a, a nice, to she said, I thought I was talking to a really nice gay guy. And I was even thinking like we were talking about shopping and I thought we'd go shopping together. Uh, so, so she didn't know he was hitting on her, but nice I didn't know either. I didn't know Nobody he had already claimed Ralph. her. Yeah. yeah. Ralph's still confused. Ralph's like, poor me. Always a bridesmaid. <laughs> Never the bride. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, listen, you guys are good friends, and he probably like, hey, you know, Chris doesn't make as yeah. much time for me anymore now that he's got his Well, I was, I was late getting to this happy hour thing. We were, you know, outside. But yeah. I was late because I, I was on the phone with Will. We were, we were working on something for the show. Right. And Ralph's like, what are you doing? And we're going to miss happy hour. And then he ordered, like, almost <laughs> to spite me, he ordered, like, 24 oysters. I mean, at a dollar each, I mean, like, just plates and plates of oil. I said, you're going to be sick. I don't care. I came here for the happy hour, and it's not my fault that you're late. And I'm like, all right, dude. Mm, right? Dude. Did you have to pay for those oysters? Uh, No. No, no. He he, he paid for them? Back. Well, it was a weird thing, because then another he guy no who on the show, that was the week before. <laughs> but he's paid me back. Oh. All debts are, are paid. All right. Did you have to chase him down for it or? <laughs> uh, well, at one point he requested the money from me, which I, I was like, well, dude, that's not how it works on Venmo. I request from you. Oh, sorry, sorry. But mm -hmm. we got it all sorted out. He paid me. Good. Back. 
Yeah. He didn't yeah. know how Venmo worked. <laughs> I mean, he ordered he he ordered twenty five oysters and then didn't have the money to pay for them. I think it was more. I, well, first of all, they were dollar oysters. To be fair, and then a third guy showed up and the bill got a little muddied. So I said, "Listen, me and this other guy will split the bill." And I worked out very generously, by the way, like what he owed. I'm sure it was a little more. I said, "Just Venmo me that." But the next day, he did he did Venmo me. To be okay. totally fair, I'm not gonna. All right. You know. All right. Well, anyway, I was, I was doing the mail. I was doing the mail, yeah. and uh, yes. and people were very complimentary of you and um, and your well, uh, you. blue iris. Uh, yeah. Does, uh, I just had to compliment Chris Wilding's voice as blue iris. It made me laugh until I cried, and my ribs are sore from laughing so much. I've listened to it three times already. Thanks for always being so funny. Give Chris a raise. Well, that ain't happening. Wow. I mean, uh, he, he's going to get a big my agent, My agent wrote that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, who wrote that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. My mom. Give Chris a raise so that he can buy more oysters for Ralph. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but the blue iris had me laughing too. It's like God. Thanks, man. I, that was really yeah. cool. That you, I, I loved her yeah. so much. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah now we don't uh, have to miss yeah. her. Yeah. Iris, even though you're dead, are you still horny? I'm still horny. I love horny. the taste of ball juice. I, I love on, the friend. taste of ball juice. I I'm so horny beyond the grave. I even get wet when the worms crawl up my cunt. Yeah. Oh my God! Dig me up and fuck me, please. Yeah. Holy shit! I'm at the gym and almost fell off the elliptical while listening to the Blue Irish impression insanity. God bless you guys, Dan. That wilding is spot on. There you go. All right, Fred, give us one, and then Chris will do it. Go ahead. I love the taste of ball juice. Well, we did that one. Give me a different one. Come on, my gums. <laughs> Come on, my gums. <laughs> Are you stroking your cock? Are you stroking your cock? <laughs> you know what? You should use that voice with your boyfriend. He might like that. <laughs> well, it's funny. He messaged me the other I told you he reads the website, so he says something about like I'm fingering my cunt, which was very vulgar. I said, Oh, I said, Please, no, I don't like that. And then he sent me a link. He goes, I do your voice, your old lady voice. <laughs> he got a great <laughs> laugh. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> Your lady voice. <laughs> oh my God, I'm fingering my cunt. Oh my God, I'm fingering my cunt. All right, enough of that. We 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 uh, love you. Good job, Chris. And I'm sorry for Thank setting you. you up. I tell your boyfriend yeah. I meant no offense. I can't force you to date. Um, uh, uh, he can uh, do it. I know him. He's very powerful. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. I should do a phony phone call to your boyfriend and say, "Listen, I'm just telling you. I'm forcing Chris to fuck um, Kate Beckinsale's uh, uh, assistant Janet. Watch him go ape shit. Try to fight you. All right." <laughs> Well, he's a you. <laughs> I'm going to beat you up. I go to get you. I'm going to get that Ralph. Motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris Wilding in the midst of a very big love affair. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah. All right. Anyway, there's a whole bunch of other stuff, but fuck it. I'm getting out of here. I got to go eat my lunch. I got a nice lunch all set up for me. Oh, you have we had. Yeah, we had salad last night for dinner, so I, I left a little bit of it over. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to soup it up. I'm going to. Throw some tomato. I got a salad. It's the base of a salad. Uh -huh. and then I'm gonna I'm gonna put in some cauliflower, broccoli, tomato, and then mm, maybe 
some hard-boiled eggs, maybe, for a little protein? I don't like eggs on sale. No good? Okay, hold it. How about uh, a little smoked salmon? There you go. Mm. That's good. Look at you. Look at you. (laughs) You wish you were here with me. I'm having a party. Hey, next. Send me some of that. Haven't spoken to Billy in a while. Billy Joel next Wednesday. Love this guy. You know that. Ooh. He's a great storyteller, too. So we'll talk to Billy next Wednesday. And, um, yeah, Billy lost a shitload of weight. He looks terrific. Well, he was not. Was he portly? He he, he was putting on some pounds, and he just whipped himself mm. into shape. Good for him. He looks good. Yeah, he looks great. Um, But, uh, yeah, he's going to come on, talk a little bit, talk music. What a career, huh? What a catalog. Ugh. I got to ask Billy, would he ever sell his catalog? Like, what would he get if Bob Dylan? Now, listen, Bob Dylan's got a lot of hits, but he didn't have as many hits as Billy Joel. Uh, if Bob Dylan got. Really? You don't think so? No fucking way. Billy's, I mean, my God. And what could that catalog be worth? He knows. You and I don't think, think he's going to. He knows gonna, exactly yeah. what it's worth? Down to the penny. Absolutely. I'm sure he's had it valued. Because I think uh, Bob got in first, and, and that's why his was so high. Everybody else ran in after he. they saw what he got, and they got less. I want to ask Billy what his gay name would be. Like Nancy, maybe. <laughs> I don't think he's thought of a gay name. Yeah. Well, he toured with Elton John. I bet you Elton gave him a name. I, I got to ask Billy that. When he toured with Elton John, did, did Elton give him a did name? Elton give him a name? Yeah, because Elton seems to be in charge of naming everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you got to ask him what your gay name would be next time we see him. Elton? Yeah. yeah. He'd probably have a great name for me. I'm a, I'm a big, ugly girl. You know? So I'd probably get a really feminine name. Uh, but anyway, so that'll be fun and a lot of hijinks next week. But anyway, we'll see you later. Bye. Coming soon. Are you ready? Howard gets a visit from the Piano Man. Whoa. That is guy. As we welcome five-time Grammy-winning musician. That's awesome. Singer, songwriter, and composer. Billy Joel. I love the piano because of things like meeting Christy Brinkley and Elle McPherson. It's open the world. That to you. brought me there. And right. also, when I'm home and, and it's late at night, I just sit down and I start playing. And I like what I'm hearing. Right. I can entertain myself. I've been able to do that since I was a little kid. Only on The Howard Stern Show. They say that these are not the best of times. They're the only times I've ever known.